7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Happy Good Friday, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, I hope everybody has a lovely Easter slash April Fool's on the same day this year. Weird. <laughs> As an atheist, uh, that irony is not lost on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the program, of course, uh, uh, from uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, uh, of course, heard on the Tim Carmel Show uh, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome to the program, sir. Thank you. And we were blessed in Scranton this week with a visit, a secret visitor. From Biden clause. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. The Easter Biden. Uh, Hil- no. No. Uh, Hillary. Hillary. Hillary was there. Yeah. Hillary so, was here. Yes. Yeah. There you Our go. Our president. Yeah. Really. Yeah, uh, our president. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> our president. Um, and of course, uh, rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. with uh, some breaking news that. Again, irony at work here. Uh, wouldn't be ironic if Hillary Clinton was president. Um, what uh, what was that news that broke right before the the uh, um, show there, Rain? The White House put out a proclamation declaring April 2018 as National Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. This is not the Onion. This is from the actual WhiteHouse.gov website. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, no shit. Uh, this year, sexual assaults remain tragically common in our society, and offenders too often evade accountability. Oh, These heinous crimes are committed Wait. indiscriminately in intimate relationships, in public spaces, and the workplace. You know, they evade you know, accountability, Rain. and I know where their hideout is. It's it's yeah. the White House. <laughs> You know, Rain, if you weren't reading that verbatim right off the WhiteHouse.gov website, I would swear that was The Onion. See, I... I the Onion should sue. I know. I really. know. They should sue. That's bonkers. Wait, hold on. We must... I'm reading this the first time she's now. Not gonna, she's not going to be able to get through this. <laughs> we, we must I, respond to sexual to assault by identifying and holding perpetrators accountable. Too oh. often, however, the victims of assault remain silent. Uh. They may, may fear retribution from their offender, lack of faith in the justice system, uh. or have difficulty confronting the pain associated with, with the traumatic experience. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I'm going to oh. put the link in the chat. You guys have to read it. Damn it. Don't. Okay. And nobody should read this because you're going you're gonna to leave the show. You're, you're going to get sick. 
Don't read yeah. that link. Don't I, don't click that link till after the show. Yeah. And you all know I'm not laughing at people no, who are victims. No. Again, the irony. The irony. The tone deafness. Tone deaf. Oh, yeah. but here's here's the good news. May has been declared National Irony Awareness Month. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so it'll it'll take care of itself. I can't even. No. Wow. Oh, I... No. Uh, yeah, I mean, that... it goes right along with Melania's uh, uh, cyberbullying thing. Yeah, like, yeah. if they want to find the perpetrators for all this stuff, she just has to go down. Well, they have separate bedrooms, right? That's Thank the word. You. Yeah. So <laughs> she just has to yell across the hall. Hey, stop the assaults and stop the uh, bullying. Hey, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I'm just stunned. Stop spreading fake news. Mm. Stop spreading your sperm. <laughs> yeah. In porn stars. Wow. I, wow. Uh, wow. This is this wow. really stunning to me. I mean, I, I feel like I would have, as a woman, I would have been happy had they just not said anything. That would have been the decent Stop spreading lie and false um, news. Don't say anything. Just say, just because April is, it's Women's History Month, right? Or is that March? Um, it's March. I'm sorry. It's March. Yeah, March. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Just don't say, just don't speak. They should not have said anything. Shut. Who? Th- this is, this is, I, I am yeah. just, I'm gobsmacked. There's this is, nothing. This is what we're going to, Hope there's, Hicks would not have let this happen. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know what the. What the fuck? <laughs> didn't, I didn't mean to take the show off no, the rails it, so early. But I mean, I, I, I knew you, you you told us this before the show, but you hadn't read the 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 document to us. And <laughs> yeah, it, it was and, it wow. was it was more. more yeah, breath- the devil was yeah. in the details. More, yeah. much more breathtaking uh, and and <laughs> yeah. stupid than I and and again lack of yeah. self awareness that I uh, wow. Yeah, just uh, we must know. make it easy. We must make it as easy as possible for those who have suffered from sexual assault to alert the authorities and to speak about the experience mm. with their family and friends. You know, like all of the women who called him out. Yeah. God damn it! Oh my god! I mean, yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna mute now because my jaw <laughs> is stuck to the. Oh god damn it! God damn it! Uh, all right. So, uh, some other there is some other halfway decent news though, um, uh, it, it, regarding uh, Stacy Dash, which was shared in the chat room as well, and I, I believe one of one of you shared it in our thread. Um, and uh, yeah, poor Stacy Dash. She was running for office, and uh, living in Long <laughs> Island says poor Stacy Dash. I guess she was outwitted by a tree stump. Um, so yeah, oh, cat, cat says a uh, Stacy dash, dash has dropped out of her congressional race. Our long national nightmare is over. Actually, that was a pretty brief one. And I kind of mm. figured it was going to go that way. Once she realized she would have to do something more than, you know, be fed lines in a Z rate Z list movie, you know, line, uh, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, she's horrible. Um, yeah, I heard her answer a question. Uh, really? Yeah, well, she sounded like a Miss America pageant contestant, uh, mm-hmm. but a bad one. 
like not not the the, the newer ones who who try to put more thought into it. More like the '60s and '50s contestants who wanted to end, you know, world hunger and help humanity. Or Miss yeah. Teen South Carolina who wanted more maps. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, because, or Miss or Miss Peach, uh, Miss yeah. Atlanta Peach <laughs> uh, Festival, whatever. Here, here, I, I got you. I got your got your back here. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't yes. have maps, and uh-huh. uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Good Africa point. and uh, the Iraq, everywhere, like such as, such as. And okay, I believe that they should. Uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa yes. and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. Yes. Keep going. So we will be able Don't to worry build about up that our bell. future for our children. For our children. Yeah. Um, you, you know, do you guys remember the video that they Ten put years out? Later, that that's came classic. Out? Do you, do you remember the video that came out on YouTube where the, uh, her parents were like in the audience? It was a comedy thing, but it wasn't really her parents, but a couple actors. And they were like, they had their hands up by their chin folded and they were like all smiling and excited. And they were like, you know, mouthing right along with what she was saying. Like, yeah, she's nailing the speech. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just as we wrote it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Uh so I don't know. Oh, if you've never seen it, yeah. it's it's worth it. Um, I'm sure you can find um, Miss Teen North Carolina parents uh, on YouTube. Yeah, she was uh, in Clueless, right? Yes. Yeah. Stacey Dash. Yeah. Yes, she was the only yes. one, only actress um, from the movie that went over to the failed TV series Clueless as well. Mm-hmm. And the only one that wasn't acting uh, in either one. Yes. Line. And she, she, took, she took that word seriously. <laughs> She yeah. took that word seriously. She really she made did. That her life mantra. Yeah, she got she got suspended from Fox News at one point for something stupid. I can't yeah, even remember was, what it was. She was over uh, disparaging. Uh, <laughs> get this, she was too rough on uh, Barack Obama for Fox Oh food. Jesus! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah, Obama. If, if I recall correctly, she's also. Um, she happens to be a person of color. Yeah. Who really had a problem with Black Lives Matter because she felt like that creates created racial divides in this country. Yeah. Mm, cool you know, cool story. <laughs> yeah. It's it's them <laughs> that's I doing think it. I think I I the the um the link that the link that I gave to you guys was from Cosmo and I can't play it right now because it comes up with that awful automatic audio thing. But mm-hmm. I think that she she was trying to run in a in a and I I'm hoping if I'm wrong correct me but I think that she was trying to run in a congressional district in California that was kind of Compton adjacent. Um, I'm not familiar. I don't I don't know. Well, you know Compton, right? Compton, straight out of Compton. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. Doing I'm doing those really white girl does a rapper hand sign. Okay, she's like. She, she, Compton. When she's sitting there saying Black Lives Matter is a stupid movement. Yeah, I, I'm reading here. Uh, I'm reading here the. Uh, she made a remark about President Barack Obama's address regarding Islamic terrorism. Uh, this was in 2015. She was on a thing called Outnumbered. Oh yeah. It's like and the on Fox December seventh, the View. 
Yeah, uh, December 7, 2015, she made this remark that, and I quote, the president doesn't give a shit about terrorism, for which she was suspended for without pay for two weeks. A whole two weeks? Yeah. Um, Plus, she said that uh, um, they should do away with Black History Month. Yes. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah, she sense. said that Black History Month causes, causes, you know, tension. Tension. Not good. Yeah. It we should just make it a, a white history month. Yeah. Yeah, she... I, so there'll be less I'm, tension. I, you know, I, I am not one to speak on a colored person's experience, black experience, people of color, but I can speak on women's experience, and just like I don't understand Sarah Sanders... I don't understand Stacey Dash. Don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. No, uh, she's, uh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's You could be for something terrible. and not be tribal about it. Yeah, I don't get, it's like oversell. It's like, yeah. okay, if you're a gay conservative or a black conservative, I understand that. That's perfectly fine. But like you said, to get tribal about it, to get like, you know, radical about it. It's yeah, like it's, overkill. Speaking of tribal, very, very difficult for me to understand. Speaking of tribal, Laura Ingram. Oh, Everybody. there you go. She's a yeah. peach. She's a darling, isn't she? Uh, so, uh, okay. Now, I, I want to read a funny tweet <laughs> um, that uh, I, uh, I I retweeted the other day from somebody I've never even heard of. It was just brilliant because there's um. There's a, a woman on Twitter by the name of Lauren Ingram, and she she tweeted out, so it looks like Laura Ingram has said something horrible overnight because I've woken up to a bunch of abusive mentions not intended for me once again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Lauren Ingram. Um, it's not even spelled. It's Ingraham. Ingraham. She's just Ingram with I-N-G-R-A-M. Um, but... Laura Ingram. You know how good the MAGA people are at spelling. So, yeah, Laura Ingram mocked uh, David Hogg for not getting accepted into uh, a, a few different universities. Um, for what reason? Just to be a mean asshole? I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to say, if you want to disagree with the kids from Parkland and say, no, I don't agree. You know, there's there's a the way you're going about this is fundamentally, you know, goes against my beliefs in the in the Second Amendment and the Constitution. However, you want to frame it, do that. Go ahead and do that. But you know, I got pissed off because last weekend I was over. Um, I, I was playing a game with Adam online, and he, and he said he made a reference to um, a, a viral video that was going around that I hadn't heard of. And it was uh, Emma Gonzalez, um, and she. There was a video uh, of her tearing the the Bill of Rights in half. Yeah. yeah. In a mm -hmm. photograph that accompanied it, and Armin, my single conservative friend on um, on Facebook, uh, he one of his friends shared it and they were like, Oh my God, that's disgusting. That's terrible. These kids, you know, they hate America. They're, you know, communists. And, and of course, Steve King is out there 
um, mocking Emma Gonzalez for having a, a Cuban flag patch on her arm and mocking her saying, oh, she she's proud of her Cuban heritage, but she doesn't even speak Spanish. Well, you know what? He, he said Cuban communist heritage. Cu- oh, Cuban communist, yeah. It, you know, it said all kinds of horrible shit about her. And, and of course, uh, you know, uh, does every person of German descent speak German? I don't. I um, don't. You know, well, four I, of my grandparents came from Germany. I don't speak German. You know, I could what, curse in Italian. Well, there you go. That's important. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I mean, you know, you couldn't carry on, you know, uh, you couldn't have a debate in Italian, you know, you couldn't uh, probably no. write a letter in, uh, you know, but you know, it, it, I it's just, why, why would you ex- have that expectation of someone who, because, you know, it's just so weird because you're a white nationalist. King, yeah, King is one of those people who want to say that, you know, you know, there should be a national language. English should, should be the national language. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why would he even yeah. fucking entertain the notion of that? You should be happy she doesn't speak Spanish, you dumb racist prick. Mr. Well, Cap you saw what Steve King cantaloupes. said today, didn't you? Oh, no. <clears throat> no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He now. this cantaloupe mouth. Well, he came up with another theory today in the Des Moines Register. He said, don't blame guns, blame, get this now, Ritalin. Oh, yeah. Really? That's the same talking point of a right-wing Tweedledee and Tweedledum who've been on that CNN panel. They're like, Mm -hmm. they dismiss the fact that there's a bunch of, you know, um, you know, they, they got in an argument, um... Actually, let, let me let me play that audio. I, I have that left over from Resistor Sisters. Um, I think I, I got it right here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's listen to that real quick, and we'll. I promise we'll get back to Laura Ingram. I promise. I know you guys are. I don't have audio from Laura Ingram, so you should be. Uh, you should be excited Yay. about that. Really um, I have some. I have some audio of crows I could play. Um, that would get the same effect. Here's a, but yeah, listen to this. The, this uh, Allison Camerode has been doing these panels on CNN, um, with, uh, kids, some from Parkland, some from other schools, you know, uh, a girl from Chicago, um, and a couple, when I saw these videos, when I saw these videos and I saw the two dopey fat white kids with Nazi haircuts in the front row, I'm, I, I saw it and I was like, gee, I wonder what they're going to say. Oh, they didn't disappoint. Listen to this. I don't even remember. I just call them, you know, right-wing Tweedledee and Tweedledum, or white nationalist Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Listen to this. The conversation quickly veered into a heated debate on the connection of guns and race. Race affects the way that people live, they eat, where they go to school, and all of this is a there are factors in violence and inner city violence with those students who were at the march we're talking about from baltimore from chicago until we want to talk about the root causes the conversation will never be complete well, why don't you want to have good guys with guns to protect you from criminals that are getting their weapons oh. carrying out these mass shootings okay do, young do you, white do, men and now you're a racist why are you attacking white that's, people what about omar mateen though Okay. He, 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 uh, it's there, race. There are exceptions to the rule, but school shooters generally are young white men. Yes. Okay. And they're what also pumped up? up on meds, too. All right. I'm going to oh, pause God. it right there. You're racist. You're racist. Why are you attacking white people? How was that an attack even, on even, white people? How? Even before that, oh, I, I don't. 
it's 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 not he's defensive and insecure <sighs> but even before that ken when he said to was that was that the the um african-american girl that was on the yes and and there was a behind uh, him the yeah, one behind the, him mm -hmm. yeah she was she was from virginia actually oh okay when he said when he said that to her when he said to an african-american teenager why don't you like good guys with guns my immediate thought was he's basically saying the white man should be protecting you black girl yeah exactly that was incredibly racist what he said and boy and he did doesn't he get... even know how racist he is no and there and and there's a few more seconds of it too. Listen, I personally believe. Oh God damn it! <laughs> oh forget it, forget it. I screwed up. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. That was a lot. Lot that made a lot more sense than what you're gonna play. Yeah, it really kind of did. But uh, I'll I'll try and get to the point here. Uh, I've got it muted. I can't fast forward, so I'll just play it for a minute here. Well, uh, but. Yeah, he and it, I, I swear to God, the kids looked exactly the same. The two, the two fat white kids, and you know, and they were so well trained by their daddies. Uh, somebody, you know, who are, somebody gave them those talking points. Yeah, I mean, Seriously. because they good guys with guns. They're all doped up. They're all on meds and everything. Well, to me, it sounds like I don't know what's going on with these parents raising these sociopathic children that need to be. Uh, medicated because I tell you what those two kids in the front row there that I'm talking about I think they needed to be medicated so uh well, doesn't, here that, doesn't that fall into the right wing argument that we have to deal with mental health so we're hearing from the right wing we need to deal with mental health and quite honestly a lot of times when it comes to dealing with mental health medication is needed yeah exactly so now you're saying oh kids are too hopped up on medication but we need to deal with it, it, it's a circular argument where there's no answer and that that blew me away when he said that as well yeah and so. when you when you know those his parents you know are, they're they're raising a sociopath for him to speak like this um you know uh, because i don't think that's a normal thought process there at all i'm going to let me try and play the the tail end of that clip real quick um why won't Come in on. our country. I don't receive the same airtime as some of my friends, and it is because I'm not white. We shouldn't, we, shouldn't use, we shouldn't use you white privilege racist. as a dirty word. It racist. is what it is for the, prison, for the, the school card. to prison pipeline. It's not no. a race card. You wouldn't understand because you're move. Caucasian. How do you know the race doesn't play a factor? Mm. What do you mean? Because it doesn't. Aren't everyone equal? Aren't everyone equal? Aren't everyone equal? That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's equal, dumbass. Everybody. Did he by any chance call the white girl from Parkland next to him a racist? Because she was um, pretty white. No. No, he didn't he yeah. didn't address either one of of the the white girls. There was the redhead and the brunette. Yes. And it was just he said, You two are racist. You two are racist. Yeah. Stop playing the race card. Oh man. So this kid is oh. 17, 16 or 17 saying this stuff this is that, this is really dangerous that kid is an example of uh when they when the hotel says the gene pool doesn't have any lifeguards swim yeah. at your own risk you know uh you're swimming at your own risk yeah and he's definitely in the shallow end of the gene pool <laughs> <laughs> very shallow I would have been happy to feel sorry for him if he was actually listening to mm -hmm. what the other kids on the panel. I'm speaking specifically about that one kid who was wearing the suit jacket. 
Yes. The one that was in the, I know you guys haven't seen, if you have, but he was wearing a suit jacket, a gray suit jacket, and he was in the front on the left of that panel. And he, he had a, he had a, a Richard Spencer haircut and he, yeah. he looked like a very, he looked like a very, um, rotund Richard Spencer. Yeah. Both of those, and, both of those kids had the same fucking Nazi haircut. Yeah. I, I would have felt. I, I, because I do have, I do have compassion. I'd like to believe I have compassion. I, I would have felt sorry for him if he actually shut up for one minute and tried to learn from what yeah. these other kids on the panel were saying. But instead, he went right to ad hominem attacks. Well, you're this and you're that and the finger pointing. And mm-hmm. you know, I was raised when you point a finger, there's three pointing right back at you. <laughs> Well, and also, um, you know, when you point a finger, you better uh, hope you uh, 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 leave the argument with all those fingers intact. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this, these kids are, are, are a solid argument for um, corporal punishment. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to just real, real quick on, you know, because they're, they did talk about this on resistor sisters too. So I don't want to uh, take away too much from your, your conversation, but the Laura Ingram thing, fine. um, is, is pretty stunning because now 10, uh, at least 10 of her, uh, sponsors have pulled out, uh, of her program, even though she apologized because she only apologized after like two sponsors left. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, but fact, that I wasn't enough to, to slow it down. I think two more uh, today. Nice this afternoon. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, are we going to talk more about Laura after the break? Um. Yeah. Probably. Probably so. Uh. Because it's okay, it's cause... pretty it's pretty big, and uh, we're we're kind of all there's so many stories, and most of them don't have audio. Um. But when we do come back, my good friend, our good friend, Joey Word from Southern Progressive Revival is going to be calling in uh, to talk about his new Patreon account, everybody. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, but we're, and we'll talk to him for a good, you know, 10 minutes and then we'll get back into it. Uh, okay, because yeah. I'd like to say something about the boycotts. I have, well, I have an, an opinion. Okay. <laughs> an opinion is But I want to save it when we're less pressed for time. Yeah, so, um, all right, sounds good to me. I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, queue up the break. Since I mentioned uh, shallow end of the gene pool, I'm going to find, uh, yeah, here we go, blast back with a they bomb. They couldn't actually... the no diving sign, could they? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> high end of the food chain, shallow end of the gene pool. Um, that's, uh, um, I have a song called Blast Back with a Bomb that I did with Kill the Hippies back in the day, so... And that was one of the lyrics, part of the lyrics for that. So I'm going to go ahead and play that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and run to the break. And uh, when we come back, we'll get a, a Joey Word on to talk for a few minutes. And, of course, we're going to you know talk about all kinds of stuff. We've got some great Joe Biden audio for everybody, some great Larry King audio, uh, some horrible Diamond and Silk audio. <laughs> Do we, have uh, any, we got any buyers? Um <laughs> And maybe maybe Sellers. maybe we'll, uh, we'll try and get more converts to Munch Madness. Uh, good mythical morning too. So, <laughs> um, oh, yes, the gentle lover. The gentle lover. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back, uh, and we'll hear from Joey Word after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. 
Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, 
I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and I got Cheeto fingers. <laughs> Cheetos and beer. What do, you, what do you think of Cheeto dust? Is that... It's a it's a negative. <laughs> Is it? Uh, See, yeah. I always thought it was a positive. Uh, mm. Cheeto dust. It irritates me because uh, I like to lick my fingers, and my my wife hates that. I have to do it behind <laughs> her back. I'm not a finger licker, so. Uh, but oh, of course, yeah, she knows. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> nasty. Throwing wet naps at you. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. She goes. You want a napkin? You want a napkin? No, no. Uh, and ribs. How, how do you not lick your finger with ribs? Well, they, they, the, the ribs are an to exception to the rule. Uh, but, uh, of course, welcome back, Joe Santorsa, the finger licker in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome <laughs> That's <back> right. <laughs> and proud of it, let me tell you. Yeah. And and Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. You're not a fan of the Cheeto dust either, are you? I'm, I'm not a fan of Cheetos. Ah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I hope you still right love now. me, but... Yeah, you, you know I'm what I a, you know what I bought a few few minutes ago. What's that? Peanut M and M's. Ooh, yeah, yeah good stuff. I like M and M quality. And yes. the reason why we're talking about this right now is because we uh, I I got uh, I I mentioned this show a few times. Uh, it's a YouTube channel uh, by uh, uh, Rhett McLaughlin and Link. Um, oh, I can't remember Link's last name. Uh, but Rhett and Link, Good Mythical Morning. They do this this sh- morning show on YouTube every day, and it's like four different videos. In this week, their first first video they did all five days was a uh, Munch Madness, where they had four different categories, uh, four brackets. Well, mul- several brackets, actually. I don't understand the terminology of it, but ba- I understand what they did. And basically, they had four categories for snacks. One was uh, uh, meaty and cheesy with the likes of Cheetos and Slim Jims and things like that. And then they had uh, sweet stuff, beef which was jerky. like Oreos, peanut M&Ms. Yeah, beef jerky was in there uh, in the <laughs> median, in, <laughs> meaty and cheesy. And and, and then they had uh, the uh, crunchy and salty, which was things like peanuts, bugles, <laughs> and, oh. and popcorn. Oh. And, and, and then they had a chip category because chips... 
th- there's so many different kinds of chips they had. Like, you know, Pringles were in there, um, Lay's, Fritos, Doritos. And it was really fun, and it was really cool to watch them figure out what the best snack was. But uh, but anyway, go check out. Go search for GMM on YouTube. Subscribe to Good Mythical Morning. They're good guys. So... Um, and there's, they do all kinds of crazy shit on that show. Uh, you'd be, and no, be no spoilers, no spoilers for, for what the greatest snack is. I will just say really? that I got very really, inspired. Huh? Are you kidding me? Both of you? What? No spoilers. No, no I'm not. No, that I'm I, 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 that I screwed it up and gave you a spoiler early. Didn't I? It was only one day. I'm sorry. So, uh, <laughs> and you can find out what your finger. You can find out what snack is the gentle lover of snacks as well. Uh, That's right. So, but on the line with us right now, the one and only. Well, let me let me get a little bit of fanfare for him uh, here on the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's the one and only cool black dude, Joey Word from Southern Progressive Revival, joining us on the program right now. And as he often says, "I'm your huckleberry." There we go. You there, Joey? Oh, he's not there. Hang on. He's I uh, licking his fingers. Oh, here. Let me let me let me add him into the group call. So see what uh, happens with the Cheeto dust. Uh, yeah, you know. It. I don't know what happened there. So, uh, but I, I'm calling him back right now. Hopefully, he's there. Joey, are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, right. man. Well, hey, you, hold on. You missed your fanfare. I'm sorry. Something happened with the call, but here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only cool black dude, Joey Word from Southern Progressive Revival, joining us here on Turn Up the Night. And as he often says... I'm your huckleberry. There you go. Well, hello, lords and ladies. Hey. <laughs> welcome, welcome. How Joey. you doing? How you, how you doing, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Yankee kick, kick uh, Yankee pick feller. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, Rain, how you doing? So I'm not going to do my cool voice. How you doing, Rain? How you doing, doing? Good, baby? How you doing? <laughs> oh, see. And I can't and I can't forget my man Joey Dogs. Hey, Joey Dogs, how you doing, kid? Hey, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah, how, how you doing, cuz? Hey, cuz. Hey, uh, forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Give me the gobble-goo. I'm the gobble-goo. So. Okay. Okay, Joey. Here's, here's the test, Joey. Here's the test. Okay? You lick your fingers or don't you? Oh, uh, yeah, man. I got to. And y'all talking about the Cheetos. Yeah. Okay. I like the... Uh, I, I like the jalapenos. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then after that, I have to use a wet nap after I, you know, <laughs> yeah. to wash my hands. You, want to. you just don't want to go. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm known to use the sock in a pinch. I'll use the top of my sock to to wipe my fingers on it if I have like Cheeto dust on it or something. Wait, when it's on your foot? No, no, when it's on my hand. Because oh. uh, I don't want to put it on my pants, so I'm like, I'll just use the, the top of my sock. I'll wear a crew sock. This is such a strange conversation. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, no, I, have... I mean, what are you going to do? This is like okay, man Joe, talk, isn't it? Joe, Joey. Yeah. Sure. Ribs. Yeah. Joe, ribs, Joey. You eat ribs, right? Yeah. yeah. What, do with, what do you do with your fingers? Uh, shoot, I'd shoot, man. Now, I, sometimes I think them the ribs too out of all the barbecue sauce. That's I had to stop Trump. myself. <laughs> I can't believe it. I it's bit like my fingers are like little spoons, right? I can't tell you how many times I bit my finger. 
Man, <laughs> you know, you get me down with a good good set of ribs, and and I I forget that you know my fingers are there. I'm just you know. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> Be careful! We might have to start calling you Kenny Nubs. Yeah, Kenny Nubs. There we go. Well, all right. Well, Joe, Joey, you were on for a very specific reason tonight, and um, uh, we're we're, uh, we're we're firing up a Patreon account for you. Do you want you want to give a, a little bit of info? I'm going to share the link in our in our chat room right now for everybody. If you want to find that, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm reaching a little goal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, reaching the goal on my Patreon page. You know, I'm kind of like in a bind at the moment, and. And, you know, I need, need a little help, just a little push, you know, and, and you know, just, you know, get what you can, or, you know, uh, shoot $5, $10, whatever, dollar, whatever, you know, just, yeah. you know, I just need a little help right at right the moment. But, you know, it's, it, and plus you guys going to help me out with it and everything. And, and I sure appreciate it, man. I sure well, appreciate it. Yeah. And I know, I, you know a lot of times kind of. Yeah, a lot of our listeners here, I mean, I don't know if anybody wants to sign up for the certain, you know, premiums that we, we have. Basically, um, I, I'm taking the, the lead on on um, promotions for this, or not promotions, but, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, uh, let me, hold on, let me, let me go to the link and I can tell you exactly what it's called. A premium, is it called a premium? Rewards, that's what they're called. And I, I got it set up to where, you know, you pitch in five bucks, um, you get a 30 second voiceover from, you know, just about anybody who's on this network. Um, well, you know, you can use it for voicemail, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want. As long as it's, uh, if we deem it offensive, uh, we, we won't do it. You know, if it doesn't up, yeah. go go yeah. in, in line with our, our liberal uh, practices and socially conscious uh uh, ways we won't do it. And then there's a, you know, you do 10 bucks, you get a 60 second voiceover, 30 seconds. Uh, um, or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, $25 or more. I will produce a 30 second radio commercial, including uh, royalty free music as a bed. Um, you can provide a script. I can help you with a script. If you got a product or a, a cause or something like that. Uh, and then it goes up from there. You can get a 60 second one for 40 bucks. Uh, 30-second radio commercial with airtime on Indie Media Weekly for three months. We'll run your commercial, uh, no, two months for at least uh, three times a day. Um, uh, and that would be uh, that would be $100, which is still very reasonable. Yeah. And you have full control over that commercial that you could shop around to anywhere else. And I know it's not, this isn't just an appeal to the, our listeners because I know, you know, people will just give and not take a promo but you know we'll we'll do it and then you know if you can if if you know you want to shop this around to anybody any small businesses or anything like that you know uh there's a you could uh for a 60 second commercial i'd do for 150 with airtime and you own that mp3 file and get to uh uh shop it around wherever you want so you know if if, if you know save the link for joey's patreon uh it's you know Joseph Ward is creating internet radio and American life. And, um, you know, uh, share it around. If you can give a few bucks, if you want some voiceover stuff, if you want me to do, I'll even, you know, if you got a wacky comedy bit, you know, uh, I'll, I'll help you with that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, yeah. you know, and, and other people yeah, would be and more I, than willing throw, to do voices. And, and, you know, I gotta, you know, and I gotta put in work on this too. You know, I gotta put my cool voice in if you want my cool voice. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, That's so what I'm you know the cool black dude. <laughs> Joey or Joey or anybody else on this network could be the voice talent. Uh you know, as long as you know I I don't, don't want to like volunteer each and every person to, you know because they might not have time, but you know let us know who you might be interested in through the Patreon page and Joey will be in contact with me and we'll uh, we'll go from there. Um but yeah, share that around as much as you can. Um and um uh, I know a lot of people are already pledging to, uh, you know, Indie Media Weekly, and I, I'm very grateful for that. It covers the expenses of doing the show. Um, you know, uh, nobody wants anybody to overextend themselves, but, you know, you can give one mm-hmm. time and, yeah. you know, do do whatever you want. But, um, but you know, we're, we're looking to help Joey out. You know, it's just basically like, you know, because you you overcame a pretty serious physical injury uh, not that long ago, and you're you're doing great now. I yeah, mean, you, you still have a few after effects, yeah. didn't you? Say your your ankle moves kind of weird. Yeah, I'm right? still. I'm yeah. As well, my my neck and my my back. You know what I'm saying? I got uh, I have uh, I have two rods and uh, like uh, twelve maybe two inch screws in my spine. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I got the same in both my elbows, and I got a few in my left leg. I almost lost that leg. So, you know, thank, yeah, thank that I'm, you know, I think, you know, I'm lucky that I survived it, you know, survived that, that accident. But uh, it, it still takes a toll on me, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I got kicked off my disability, and, and I had, you know, I have to work, and, you know, it takes a toll on my back. I have to work now. You know, the judge was being a little biased, giving me and my lawyer a hard time, and yeah. I, I felt like he was being biased. And if that jerk ever run for office, I'm gonna shit all over him. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> I swear uh-huh. to God, I am. You know, so yeah. you know, it, it's all good. I'm still out here surviving, but you know, I just, you know, I, well, thanks, I call, you know, I yeah. hit Kenny, Kenny up, and you know, saying I got it, came up with the idea. And so I hit Kenny up, and Kenny, you know what I'm saying, helped me out with this, and you know, because I don't know nothing about doing nothing like this. But, you know, I see a lot of people doing it, you know, and some people, you know, reach their goals. And I'm, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not asking, like, forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just reaching yes. a certain amount. You know what I'm saying? Just a certain amount. And I'd be good after that, you know. Yeah. And, and so, th- you know, you know. Th- things just kind of snowballed for you, and, you know, and – I think we've yeah. all, all yeah, been in that yeah. situation before. So, um, yeah, it's just a whole lot of things just hit me all at one time. You know, yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's life. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, you know, I'm trying to stay strong with it without you know doing it. You know, just you know, I'm the type of person where you know I ain't got this, and I'm quite here and rob somebody. No, no. Yeah. Or go out here and sell this. No, no. Now I just rather you know. You know, just, 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 you know what I'm saying? Just do it legit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and try to, you know, add, I'd rather ask my friends first, you know what I'm saying? To help me yes. while I help myself at the same time, you know, cause you know, I, it's an old saying that my, my grandmother used to tell me all the time. She said, well, nobody help you unless you help yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, I advise that, you know what I'm saying? I keep that in my brain, you know? And you know she's she's gone. You know, mm-hmm. may she rest in peace. But you know, that was some good advice. You know, and I was a boy when she told me that. You know, yeah. So and, it's and, it's it's been, it's been, Go ahead, finish your thought. 
finish your thought. I'll say it's just been it's just been pretty hard, man. You yeah. know, and I just just need a little help. That's all. Yeah, and you know, at the very least, uh, if if anybody is too cash strapped or anything like that, um, just share the hell out of this on your social media. You know, yeah, may, yeah, you know, yeah. I maybe, can understand that because you know, yeah, we're living in Trump's America right now, and it's kind of hard for everybody at the moment. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> if you are, I feel, you yeah, know, and if if you are on Patreon, um, or, or just want to create an account, even if you just sign up and don't do your own Patreon thing. I think you can join with Facebook, and then you can just follow different um, uh, patrons. So if you follow Joey, that'd help you know build up the base uh, and you know get more attention. Um, and so we'll, we'll be expanding it too. With uh, obviously, I'm going to put together a reel of samples of different commercials and things that you know we've all worked on, and uh, mm-hmm. and let people see what kind of magical work we do here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but Joey, um, yeah, I can't thank you enough, Kenny. I can't no thank problem. you enough, brother. Love you, yeah. man. Love you to death, dude. Love you, you too, man. Know, man. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're, we're going to keep pushing this and, you know, everybody will pitch in, share this on social media, you know, and people will chip in where they can and, uh, hopefully we can get the ball rolling. Um, you already got one, you got one patron right now. Oh yeah, I saw that and I appreciate that, man. I was, I was like, and then it popped up. I'm like, what the hell? You, you, you didn't have to say it was me, so <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was like, look so, at Kenny. Thank you, brother. Hey, no problem. So, all right, well, Joey, um, you have a great Easter and a great April Fool's Day as well play some good tricks oh y'all too y'all too and 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 my man joey dogs man love you and rain you know i love you too baby baby oh baby (laughs) you know and one more one more thing before one more thing before you go joey because easter and april fools is on the same day you know how many kids are going to get raw easter eggs this year Oh my! Oh man! <laughs> that's the ultimate. Oh, that'll, be, that'll be mean, man. That's the ultimate, though. <laughs> that'll be mean. You got to slip at least one or two in there. You could send that judge some raw eggs for Easter. Sure, or rotten ones. So. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I wish I could, but no, I'm. I, I'm a. If he ever run for office, I'm gonna fight him in the other way. I even do an ad for his, uh, you know, his opponent, his opponent for there you free. Go. Just, just yeah. not get him. You know, so just, you know, just get his ass. Exactly. You know, because that was that wasn't cool what he done. That was not cool no. at all. No. And then that so. put me in a big financial bind behind mm-hmm. that. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, it, it it is what it is. Yeah. Well, best of luck, best of luck, uh, Joey, and uh, we'll we'll keep pushing this on all our different shows and everything. So. Uh, but you have a, a wonderful, right. wonderful Easter, uh, lovely weekend, and I'll talk to you. Uh, talk to you soon. All right, brother. Talk to y'all too, man. All right. Bye, bye, Joey. Take it easy. All so, right, uh, peace. There we go. All right, the cool black dude uh, himself, Joey Word. So yeah, yeah. Share that around. Uh, donate if you can, and uh, you know, uh, we'll uh, we'll see what we can do to to help our good friend Joey out. So, um, but all right. Well, on that note, uh, Rain, you you wanted a, a little bit of breathing room to uh, discuss the Laura Ingram uh, boycott. Well, her her stupid uh, her stupidity that caused a boycott. Um, well, and yeah, you know, yeah, 
and I, you know what I, what I'm fucking sick of is all the people who are like, oh, well, it's fine if you disagree with what you said, but this boycott's just ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the fuck, that's no. fucking free speech in the free market, dipshits. Learn it. Love it. No, it's, it, that's exactly it. But there's, there's two things. One, the only reason why Laura Ingraham, she needs some cheese with her ham. I don't yes. like that woman. Um, the only reason why she knew about this is because David Hogg actually went on an Axios panel and talked to Mike Allen about this. And and he was accepted to Cal... Cali... Oh, I can't... He was accepted to one school in California. He was not accepted to a couple of other schools in California that are part of the California state education system. It's really hard to get into if you're not a citizen of the state. Um, and Laura Ingraham also mentioned that it is a 4.1 GPA, which means... He's been taking college courses. He's really, he's really, really well educated. But the thing that I found, so she brings this into into controversy when he himself mentioned that he was actually thinking about taking a gap year, the same way the same way um, Malia Obama did. Sure. You know, a gap year because he wants to change the world. You know, God forbid. So she goes after him, and then David Hogg is like, well. Asking for a friend or whatever his tweet was. What would happen if, you know, we boycotted things? Asking for a friend. And so a lot of people did start to say, I'm not going to buy whatever these products are. But there hasn't even been a chance for people to boycott these companies. These companies are like, oh, no, we're pulling out of her specific show. Which is really interesting to me because... um, a lot of times companies like they'll they'll advertise on say radio and there's there's a company that'll buy block <clears throat> block spots across different shows. Yes. And so when a boycott happens, those those ads are pulled out of all of these different shows. So it can hurt shows that we like. You know, yes. it, it it can hurt but in this particular case, they are literally coming out and saying, even before people can boycott. All they're what I've noticed in a couple of chat rooms that I'm in is that people are actually emailing the PR departments of these companies and saying, "I don't like what Laura Ingram said. I want you to consider pulling your advertisements from her show specifically." Mm-hmm. That's what's happening right now, and I find that amazing. This is very different than a boycott. This is actually the market working, and the market is actually listening to their customers over Fox News. I think that's a really big shift. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, I know what you're saying about you know the the block uh, boycott because there was actually uh, MSNBC uh, shit canned uh, Kurt Eichenwald. Was it him? Was it Kurt Eichenwald? Uh, yeah, Kurt Eichenwald got got canned uh, from MSNBC uh, because Kyle uh, Kashev uh, called for a network boycott because he er, Eichenwald claims that he got. Um, Kyle Cash have mixed up with somebody else on Twitter. I saw that happening today. Yes, and it was very weird. Yeah, so he, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, so Eichenwald's gone, um, and uh, Eichenwald's been a little sketchy uh, here and there. Um, you know, I don't know, and. <laughs> Didn't help his career when he left the tab open for tentacle porn on his computer either. Um, it was that. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I, I just, yeah. I, 
many years ago. I didn't care about Bush, it. I didn't care. During the Bush administration, I found that it was like there were, I could not, if I boycotted everything that made me unhappy, mm-hmm. I would become a prepper. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm very, I, I am very selective about certain boycotts. And I knew as soon as this happened, there would be, I mean, hog called for it. But what I am really happy about is that instead of all of these companies, they, they see the writing on the wall. And so they're being proactive and saying, I'm pulling my advertising. Yeah. I'm pulling my advertising before our customers, our customer base walks away. And I think that's just a huge shift from where we were doing like the, the boycott rush movement. Yeah, I just hope this doesn't hurt Tucker Carlson or Fox and Friends. Yeah, and why aren't we... (laughs) He... You know, what she said is awful, but what that little twit says on a daily basis... Yeah. He's a white nationalist. Oh, my God. Ah. And he said... There was one article I couldn't couldn't even fucking believe the other day um, where uh, he was saying... uh, let me, let me find this over from media. Was it where he was saying that the patriarchy? Um, white, white men is are dead? suffering. Yes. Um, yeah, he says uh, Tucker Carl. Yeah, uh, Tucker Carlson laments the end of the patriarchy. Women are winning, mm-hmm. men are failing. Yes, it was one kid who actually tweeted out. Well, if that's true, then why isn't Tucker bringing me a sandwich? Yeah, seriously, that's great. Uh, and then, and then uh, the following night, uh, he was mocked for interviewing uh, Fabio, uh, for, for and saying that uh, L.A. is being like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, I understand that right now, and I don't want this movement to be out of the headlines. So I understand that right now, with with the Parkland kids and and the March for Our Lives movement, that is really on top of everybody's minds but when people are sending um emails to to the public relations department of companies that advertise on ingram show and one of the reasons why she's being affected much more quickly than like say hannity is because her show is really new Mm -hmm. it's really new like there aren't a ton of vested watchers like yeah like hannity or or even tucker i guess but i think that people need to start sending emails to the companies that advertise on their show so they can selectively say, I don't want to advertise on your show anymore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. Well, Thank on you that, for the time for that. Thank no, you. that's okay. Uh, on that note, uh, we got Bobber coming on the program here, everybody. So, uh, and, uh, oh, we're going to have to play an anniversary song for you guys tonight and Tuesday. So, that's exciting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and, uh, run to the break. When we come back, we'll get Bobber on, talk about a couple other things. I think maybe we will, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, hear from that other Joe from Scranton, Joe Biden, when we come back, because, uh, there's some really, really good audio, uh, of him on pod, pod save America, um, where he does what real men do and he apologized. Um, so, uh, or at least regretted saying something. But uh, anyway, we'll be right back uh, with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Spread the word for Joey's Patreon, too. Thank you. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. 
And now, on with the show. I'm your Huckleberry. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on this Good Friday worldwide uh, on IndieMediaWeekly.com. Thank you. We got another uh, patron for Joey. Uh, whoever you are, oh, we greatly appreciate that. Let us know if you want us to record something for you. Uh, and, of course, uh, joining us, uh, as always on the program, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Steamtown is here. Steamtown representing. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the swamp. Drain it, damn it. I'm trying. I'm doing my best, man. I'm doing my I best. Know. I know. I know. That was more my of a fingers, clarion, clarion call to, I, to everyone. I have licked my fingers raw. You're a finger Literally. licker, too? I, I never well, said I wasn't. <laughs> and, of course, your bobber half <laughs> uh, from Four Freedoms blog. It's the one and only bobber uh, in Washington, D.C. as well. And uh, as he is a man of... Uh, uh, simple pleasures. He enjoys the uh, that for his intro. So, <laughs> yay! Hey, how's it going? And uh, and I'm just just sitting here licking my fingers. <laughs> All right. And for All that, right. I'll, I'll give you the because... Tim Cormall laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> because I'm in the basement, otherwise it would be my job. Oh, see. Ooh. There you go. That wasn't a finger. Oh. That was a finger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I should buzz you or, you know, or just what say. What a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Let's stop, stop it. Stop it. Oh, stop it. Okay, Anne. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, and, and Bobber, um, I, 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 I am assuming you are well aware of, uh, Joe Biden had some uh, recent, uh, antics, uh, where he was uh, talking about beating the snot out of Trump once again. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna earn that reputation of, uh, washing, uh, Trans Am in a cutoff shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love that meme. I really do. So, <laughs> uh, I don't, do you guys ever remember seeing the onion article where, uh, during the, uh, the vice presidential debates with him and Paul Ryan, uh, it, the onion, they, they photoshopped him standing on top of the desk that they were sitting at in sunglasses and a leather jacket, like you know, <laughs> telling a, telling a story. <laughs> um, I don't remember that one. No, no. Okay, it, it was really funny. Uh, I'll, I'll find it and I'll read you a snippet from it when we, when we get to it. But yeah, so so Joe, you should be especially proud, a uh, fellow Joe from um, from Scranton, 
uh, owning up to a mistake, being a real man. We do that here. We do. Yeah. Scranton proud. Scranton strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say I was, uh, I'm on the fence on whether or not I appreciate the jokes that the guys from pod save America did. I'm not that familiar with their show. Um, but it's funny, but I just don't know if it was terribly appropriate, but you know, it, uh, so I'll, 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 I'll pause it after the jokes and you tell me what you guys think. So we want to start with something serious. Uh, you've recently challenged Donald Trump to a fight. Uh, you know, it's important that we get the messaging around this right. So we did want to run a few of the names that we were considering for the fight by you. Uh, and you just, you stop me when you feel like we've hit a winner. Scranton squabble. <laughs> Look. Maga saga. Wait, I, gotta, I just, you, I, right, I want to hear him. That's 1600 good. Punchsylvania Avenue. <laughs> the Donnie Joe Donnie Brook. The big fucking duel. Or Sparalago. <laughs> Um, I think they're all good guys, but <laughs> all right. Uh, so I'll pause it there. Do you guys think that was appropriate? I mean, Sparalago is pretty funny, and Big Fucking Duel, I actually appreciate it. But they just said Big, big Fucking Duel in front of you know Joe Biden. Rain, yeah, what do you think? Oh, uh, go ahead, Rain. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. No, Joe, go. Joe. Uh, well, uh, you know, since uh, you know, being from Scranton, uh, I'm partial to uh, Scranton. Uh, what is Scranton Scramble, did he say? Or, oh, the Scranton Squabble. Yeah, Scranton Squabble. Yeah, I like that one. But uh, no, I think that was appropriate. Why Why? why not? So, what, uh, he, I mean, he said it. He said it in, in, in uh, the president's ear when they signed the uh, health uh, bill, right? He said, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Yes, he did. It's not, like, he was, it's not like he's a choir boy or anything, you know? Oh, he's no choir True. boy. Nobody True. that grew up in Scranton's a choir boy. No, no, no. Unless you actually were a choir boy for the. Uh, unless you were, yeah. <laughs> and even then. <laughs> and even then, you were like a tough, tough choir boy. <laughs> they wore leather, leather white garments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't mess with the choir boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Leave them alone. All right. Well, so so with the uh, uh, jokes aside, though. Well, no, Rain. What did, what did you think? You think that's uh, I, I, that was okay? I think I, I think they were really bad jokes. I think they were told by political nerds. So it, it, I I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't offended. Yeah. It was within context of what they're going to talk about next. So it's actually kind of appropriate to to sort of lead into the next thing with some humor because I, I told you all how I felt about this. Yes. A couple of weeks ago. So it's fine. I mean, I think it just kind of, you know, warms the room a little bit. But it it came from a bunch of political nerds. So I did like the Donnybrook thing. Yeah, (laughs) that was funny. It was a little highbrowed for me, but so that's how I feel. It's just I think that that was neat. Yes, I, I, I'm done. I, big fucking duel. I, I love. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. So here we go. Th- th- this is what Joe Biden has to say about that whole whole debacle. What I did say was uh, the way this came up, and I shouldn't have said what I said. I shouldn't have brought it up again um, because I don't want to get down in the mosh pit with this guy. Um, what I did pit. say <laughs> back when he was running, when he made these comments. Uh, about being able to grab women in their private places and so on and so forth, all that. I was asked during the campaign whether or not do I regret not being able to debate 
uh, Trump. And I said, you know, if we were in high school, and I did this again, I said, if we were in high school, and he said that in the presence of my sister, I would take him behind the gym. Now, the idea that I would actually physically get in a contest <laughs> with the President of the United States or anybody else now is not what I said and is not what this was about. But I should have just left it alone. But look, guys, I was uh, – you, you guys know me. Uh, one of the passions of my life is ending violence against women. And I was on a campus talking about how, uh, how men – uh, on campuses have an obligation to protect women, have an obligation not to engage in degrading talk, have an obligation to step up. And women have an obligation when one of their classmates is abused to be able to help them get help, know what to do, speak out, speak up. And that's what, when the president and I did this and you guys were part of it, it's on us. That's what it was about. So it was in the context of talking about the abuse of women. Yeah. And I'm going to give him a big amen for that. Amen. Amen. But, uh, you know, and, and I, I completely understand the context where he's coming from. You know, somebody, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 I tried to stick up for my sister, you know, uh, from time to time when uh, guys were crass uh, to her. Uh, you know, we were she was older than me. We weren't, you know, uh, it didn't happen very often because we weren't in the same schools or whatnot. And, uh, you know, um, but I understand where he's coming from. You know, that's, that's well, a highly emotionally charged uh, thing. But, you know, he's right to – it. but the the chivalry aspect, though, the, the patriarchal chivalry thing yes. is a little wrong. That, well, it's why, also his generation, you know. I mean, true. I'll give him a pass on that because he's – his generation, that was the thing to do. He's, he's – you know, like you said, his heart's in the right place. You know, nowadays it seems a little uh, anachronistic. Yeah, um, but I mean, I think he's just a little anachronistic. That's just just how he is, and you take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, Based that's a lot every- less offensive offensive of an anachronism than Trump's racism. I can say that. Well, there is that. There is that. But I want I want guys on our side to be better than that. You know mm-hmm. what he said right there, though, because he he was referring to the first time he talked about this, where if this was his sister in high school, I would have. That was the first time that he mentioned this, if, I, yeah. if I'm getting this right. Yeah. The problem I had was when he went, the last time he said this, it was just like, no, now you got you to gotta let it go. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, so I'm glad, he, I'm glad that he figured, out, figured it out because, again, yes, men should look out for women. Women should look out for women. We yeah. should look out for every one of us who is in a place of pain or is being abused or, or is you know all of that stuff? Yeah, and he and went so into, I was really yeah, he, happy to 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 hear him say that. I I really was happy about that. Yeah, and he did go into more detail on that very thing in the next clip. But Joe, uh, you got any thoughts there? Well, you know, I I I think uh, you know what Bobber said is true. It's 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 a thing of his time. I mean, um, I'm not that much younger than than. Uh, good old joe yeah you know and uh he he could have been you know my big brother and uh back in the 50s and 60s when i was growing up um 
Yeah, I mean that's that that's what we would do. I mean, if somebody said something about my sister, I'd punch him in the face. But we all <laughs> can learn. We all mm-hmm. we all well, should never stop well, learning, right? And it well, seems sure. like Joe is. Yeah, sure, and 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 he's a reasonable man. Okay, yeah. he's a thoughtful man, and, and we can all learn from what you know. We sh- we could all evolve into uh, something new. Yeah, and just think of that moment. You remember that moment where Joe Biden basically stuck up for the LGBTQA community um, and pretty much forced President Obama's hand to do something, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Not that Obama wouldn't have gotten there on his own, but Joe Biden arguably was the catalyst for a lot of progress in this country, uh, you know, to, to combat homophobia, transphobia, you know, Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I, I was just, when we talked about this last time, mm-hmm. I said I, I didn't like it. It doesn't mean I don't I, like him. Oh, no. I'm I'm no, in the I same was, exact boat with you because, you know, at first I was like, yeah. And then I was like, no, it's not good. You know, because that, that's the thing instinctually. Because, you know, I mean, I, I'm from... You know, uh, you know, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm almost fifty, and you know, there that that's not. I'm not so far removed from this chivalric, you know, kind of no, attitude. We're, you we're know? not. We're not, Ken. We're yeah. not. I'm with you on that. I mean, yeah, it was one of those things where if somebody's bullying you. Yeah, I, I in high school there were there were guys who were like you know when I was bullied. By other boys, they stood up for me. Hey, you dirty and fucker! I think that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I think at the time, you know, at the time it was nice, and and I wouldn't say if you know if somebody was treating me badly now, I wouldn't say, don't do that. I'm fine. Um, I don't know what I would do in any particular situation. Sure, but I know that Joe was coming from, like what what Bob and Joe just said, from a different generation, where. It was it was a man's job. Yeah. Literally a man's job to protect women. And it it's not a man's job anymore. It should be their responsibility as a decent human being. Yes, and thank you, Jay Colley, for posting the picture of Trump afraid of a bird. Uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the here's the next one where Joe does expound upon this. And I did find the onion article. It took me a while, but I found it. Uh and, oh god, it's so fucking funny. The truth of the matter is, I find the the behavior, uh, the talk, uh, vulgar. I find it degrading. And I think what it does, it does encourage the minority element of a male population to think it's okay to engage in the behavior the president talks about. Bingo. So that was a context. And I did say, I used again, in high school. Right. I never, ever, at any time said I would like to personally, physically, etc. Um, uh, and uh, but, but it is. I, I think it's important to continue to make the point: women are entitled to be treated with respect. Damn it! And it's about time we men stand up. We got to be part of the solution. And there's a lot of really good men. Matter of fact, I'm going up in New York and I'm presenting awards that we came out of the, the It's On Us campaign for women and men who are heroes who step in and stop people from doing what they're doing. And the context of this was I said, any fraternity brother 
who sees one of his brothers with a freshman girl who's drunk start to walk up the stairs with that young woman, if they don't walk over and say, not in my house, not in my house, they're a coward. Now, maybe the guy's 250 pounds and you're 150 pounds. You don't have to confront him physically, but you have to say to everybody, look what Charlie's doing. She got to step up. That was the context. Yeah. And, uh, but I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have repeated what I had said during the campaign about if we were in high school. <laughs> yeah. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. Yeah, and I, I, I'm trying to remember situations where, that I've been in because uh, I remember Susan broke up um, a bar fight. Uh, between me and a guy one time because there was a guy who was really drunk and he was harassing w- uh, one of our single friends at um, at the table we were at. And she was obviously disinterested. He was very aggressive. He was leaning in. He was trying to touch her. He was in all kinds of things. And I just got up and I fucking charged him like a bull. The next thing I know, Susan jumped between me and him and she was like... You're not going to ruin my life, motherfucker. He's not going to jail because you're stupid ass. And, <laughs> and so Susan and I kind of in an odd good cop, bad cop kind of thing, you know, happened. And, and you know, then there was there were, was another. There have been other times when I was younger that are, are kind of cloudy because, you know, with age comes, you know, and there were probably parties where. I was drinking and, you know, yeah, oh, man, there was that one time I intimidated the fuck out of a guy who uh, who was who was harassing a girl at a party. Um, actually, there was a couple, and then there was the swinger couple that were uh, <laughs> preying on my, my good friend Pam. Um, she was our next-door neighbor, and there was a swinger couple, and they kept, like, plying her with alcohol and, like, getting really gropey with her and everything. And, uh, they, um, they, and, and I got, just got up in their faces and was like, look, she's really drunk. She has a boyfriend. She, you know, you know, just stop, you know, and I made them really uncomfortable and they left. It was at a party at our house. So yeah, I mean, not in my house. That's exactly what I've done in the past. And, you know, I I don't want to speak on behalf of men. But I'm gonna. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily that. But it does. It it seems to me, and I I've known Bob for many years now. Ken, I've known you for many years, and Joe, I've known you for a, a little less than many years. But it it <laughs> no, I mean, I, it Couple seems years. to me that um, I well, it doesn't even seem to me. Uh, my generation was still the boys and now the men of my generation were still raised with the expectation of boys from their generation, which were the boomers, right? Yeah. And there's been a, there's been a sea shift of change in how a lot of the men that I know now, the ones that I have in my circle of friends of intimate friends and Mm -hmm. people who I love, like I said, they haven't stopped learning. They, yeah. they are realizing that they can change. They could change how they think about this because women are speaking out, and so it's really, really nice to see people like Joe Biden and so many others that are in this. Um, it's it's on us movement. 
mm-hmm. saying, we have to do this too, because the women are talking about the bad men. Yeah. You know, it's the same way. It's the same way when it comes to um, uh, white privilege, white people, it's on us. Oh, absolutely. It's on us to talk no, you, about white privilege and to change uh, it. Yeah. I don't, I don't even take that as you speaking for men at all. Um, that's just speaking for common decency and people who have privilege should, uh, step up. Absolutely. And white straight men in this country have the most privilege of anybody else. And I know it. Everybody here knows it. And, uh, yeah, that's, um, you can speak, speak to that, uh, anytime. Now I'm just going to be a little woman. I'm going to sit back and let you boys talk. Well, you know, um, and I, I've mentioned this before too, but there was, you know, in the same wheelhouse, um, there was, um, there was a time uh, I've, I've said, mentioned this story many times, but there was Susan and I, and a few friends were out and one friend happened to be a gay man. And, uh, these two skinheads walked past and stuck their finger in the guy's face and called me F word for gays. And, um, I had beer muscles that night, everybody. <laughs> and I went up to the. Those, I are, went, those are the worst kind of muscles. <laughs> I went up. I went up to this three hundred plus pounder skinhead who probably was about six five, and and I said, you know, what the fuck is your problem? You should apologize. And um, he punched me square in the nose. And oh. so I, I, so I, he had glasses on. So I, my. I was dazed, but then I just reached on his face and grabbed his glasses and threw him across the bar. <laughs> and then, and then the next thing I know, I got tackled from the side by his little squirrely buddy. Uh, and then his squirrely buddy pinned me down on this couch in this bar. And this, the, the 300 pounder just started beating me in the head with his fists full of metal rings, um, like skull Ooh, rings ow. and shit. Ouch. Yeah, and um, it, they didn't kill me, but you know they got away. But fortunately, they they uh, you know I filed a police report and everything against them. But at least they didn't kill the guy we were with, you know. Uh, so you know I, I got a nice big scar on my forehead. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know and they were white white nationalist skinheads. So. Well, you took one for the team. <laughs> I took one for the That's team for sure. There you go. So, they tore one wow. of my favorite T-shirts too. So you know, I, so I have a history of standing up for people when I can, and uh, it, you know, was it your favorite Crystal Gale T-shirt? It was my favorite Crystal Gale T-shirt. No, it was a Kenny Rogers shirt. I'm kidding. Uh, no, it was a Teen Idols uh, T-shirt actually. Um. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, so I've been in a few mix em ups, you know, uh, uh, most of them I've come out on top, but you know, when the two, you know, obviously the, the, the skinhead felt like he needed backup. So, uh, I got sideswiped, sucker punched, fuckers. Uh, they call it T-bone. T-bone. Yeah. I got T-bone. So, uh, so yeah, so that was one of my experiences. Um, but uh, but yeah, good good for Joe Biden. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit of this uh, Joe Biden story in a little bit here uh, from the Onion because it's so fucking hilarious. Um, and uh, I'll share the the link since I was able to track it down. But uh, we do have to go to the break because the Green News report's coming up. And uh, yeah, we got some other good stuff. Uh, oh yeah, that Larry King audio is gonna be great. So um, he he knows what he's talking about. So. 
Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more from me, Bob, Rain, and Joe right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. It's Thursday, March 29, 2018. 1.8 trillion pieces of plastic weighing 80,000 tons. Plastic pollution within the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is increasing exponentially. Cutting greenhouse gas emissions would save 150 million lives around the world. Americans have grown increasingly polarized in their views on global warming. Plus, the people that put themselves in the way of building this fossil fuel pipeline were found not responsible by reason of necessity. Pipeline protesters found not guilty and landmark new ruling. All of those happy verdicts and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It was this past administration, Obama, that said that we had to choose. Choose jobs or growth at the expense of environment or choose environment at the expense of jobs. Well, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can fool the viewers of Fox and Friends all the time. Am I right, EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, you say the American people are becoming more polarized than ever? I don't believe it. (laughs) Yes, they are becoming more polarized than ever in their views on global warming. That's according to the latest Gallup poll released this week. In a potential sign that the Trump administration's aggressive climate denial may be shifting the public debate, independents have grown more doubtful of scientists' warnings about climate change over the past year. Mm. 65% now know that the vast majority of scientists believe global warming is actually occurring, but that's down eight points from just last year. So it's still a majority of so-called independents, but just a smaller majority. Yes. However, the poll does find that more Americans than ever before now believe scientists' warnings that global warming will pose a serious threat within their lifetimes. But that is still only 45% of Americans. Despite these changes, the long-term trend of public opinion, according to Gallup, is still shifting overwhelmingly toward the scientific consensus on global warming. Meanwhile, taking serious action on climate change now could mean saving hundreds of millions of lives around the world. That's according to a new study published in Nature Climate Change. Researchers at Duke University calculated the human health benefits of governments taking action to hold climate change to just 1.5 degrees Celsius over pre-industrial times, a more aggressive target than the current 2 degrees Celsius limit that nations agreed to in the United Nations Paris Accord. That study found that meeting the 1.5 degrees Celsius target would prevent more than 150 million premature deaths worldwide by 2030, mostly by decreasing air pollution caused by fossil fuels. Well, don't tell the folks on Fox News they really don't want to hear about saving 150 million lives. A new survey estimates that the Pacific Garbage Patch, that massive toxic soup of tiny plastic pollution in the Pacific Ocean somewhere between California and Hawaii, is actually much bigger than previously estimated 
estimated as much as 16 times bigger, covering an area three times the size of France. Mm. In a BBC interview, project manager Fiona Llewellyn of the Ocean Cleanup Foundation said that the soup is becoming more dense as more trash enters the ocean. Once plastic enters the ocean, it can persist for, we think, thousands of years. Um, It doesn't ever go away. It just breaks down into smaller and smaller particles, into microplastics. Um, And as we've seen, these microplastics are able to enter the food chain. The Ocean Cleanup Foundation next plans to test whether a large year-round collection screen in the ocean can succeed in cleaning up at least some of that plastic pollution. But there is some good news. The New Jersey state legislature has rejected the Trump administration's plan to open their Atlantic coastal waters to offshore drilling. This week, they passed unanimously a bill to ban all offshore oil and gas development in state waters and ban infrastructure that would support drilling in federal waters off the state's coast. New Jersey's Democratic Governor Phil Murphy is expected to sign it. Finally, in Massachusetts, for the first time, a judge has found 13 protesters not responsible by reason of necessity, that's the equivalent of not guilty in a criminal case, for their civil disobedience action temporarily blocking the construction of a pipeline in West Roxbury. The judge accepted their defense that they were justified because of the potential environmental and public health impacts of the pipeline and because of the urgent need to stop climate change. Here's Karenna Gore, daughter of former Vice President Al Gore and one of the defendants. We're going to be uh, demanding that the people who are in elected office and also the corporations uh, who are putting their costs, the cost of their doing business for their own profits, they are putting that cost on the public. They're putting that cost on future generations. And we are taking responsibility to say no to that. Good for Karenna Gore. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! So we want to start with something serious. Uh, You've recently challenged Donald Trump to a fight. Uh, You know, it's important that we get the messaging around this right, so we did want to run a few of the names that we were considering for the fight by you. Uh, And you just, you stop me when you feel like we've hit a winner... Scranton squabble. <laughs> Look, Maga saga. Wait, I got. I just. You, I, right, I want to hear him. That's sixteen hundred Punch Sylvania Avenue. <laughs> 
the Donnie Joe Donnie Brook, the big fucking duel, or Sparalago. There you go. So <laughs> I just was inspired to hear those again. Uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, Joe Santorza says Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there, sir. Joe, are you there? Oh no. I lost, uh, well, I, I we lost Bob. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I was on mute. Mute. Oh, okay. Mute. I think he lost right. Bob, though. We did. I'm, I'm getting him back. So, uh, but yes, welcome back, Joe. Okay. Scranton Scr- Scr- Squabbler. So, and of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, dialing way, I want to, uh, here we go. Bobber, you're back with us. Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Try it again. He's there. Sorry, mute. Um, oh. Did I lose you, or did you lose me? I don't know. I, I uh, the, it's not but, you. It's me. I came back. I came back from getting a snack, and then the line was silent, and then the, it, then it said the call dropped. So I don't know. Well, yeah, it, the, we we everybody else was here, so I guess you lost us. I don't know. I guess we both we all lost each other. Oh my God. <laughs> you're starting to sound like a John Hughes film. Uh, John Hughes film. <laughs> And like, of like, course, <laughs> what's that, Bobber? I was gonna make make a joke about the you know the soundtrack, but go ahead. <laughs> sure. <fine. laughs> don't you forget about me? Forget about me. Uh-huh. Don't 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 don't. All right, uh, and I'm gonna throw my fist in the air, and it's gonna freeze. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> All right, and all right, she's calling a little bit early, but I'll add Francie in because we still have to do name calling and everything. So, uh, uh, Francie, you're on, but you got to give us a minute. Let, let's get through name calling and stuff. Um, so, and yes, if anybody else wants to call the show, the number is 330-536-1466 or 330-CAN-1-GOO. Um, and uh, yeah, so and last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., waxing nostalgic over John Hughes films. So, uh, are you ready to do, to do some name calling, Our Girl Friday? I am. I am your girl Friday. <laughs> Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits all right rain who do we got in chat land tonight i just hope everybody's having their biscuits <laughs> um, if you don't have a biscuit, biscuit ask for one <laughs> so in the chat room tonight we have mr adam heber we have my bobber dc we have clinster we have francie we have heather um Heather, I just sent her a Facebook request. She joined oh, our chat nice. room the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, so she's awesome. Back. She's very cool. Yeah, sh- yes. Heather, you are awesome. Um, we have Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Um, we have Cool Black Dude. Uh, and help out his, his Patreon. We'll probably put that in the chat room again tonight in case you missed it earlier. Oh, I'll do it right um, now. We have Livin', Livin' on Long Island. We have joe marnus who is not in my basement and he is not singing any songs from a john hughes movie that's good um yeah that well, is good because he's a i boom. guess you that forgot be- about me 
Oh, God damn you. God damn it. <laughs> You're very pretty in pink, though, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have Presnet. We have myself. We have Sandy in Durwood. We have Theo, and we have Trojan Rabbit. And I, I, I don't think I missed anybody. Did anybody leave? Uh, Uncle Buck. He left. Uncle Buck left. Is Joey still there? Earlier. Yeah, I yeah, said still Black Jude. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm, oh. I'm uh, doing many. I have my fingers in many sinister puddings or whatever. Sinister soups. <laughs> Um, sinister pudding. Right? That could be a good band name. Sinister, yeah, there you go. So add that. I, one day I'm going to hire an intern and have him go back through all the different shows we've ever done of Turn Up the Night and say, compile all the things that I, anybody's ever said on the show the, the, re- regarding that would be a good band name or that's the name of my next band. Uh, so <laughs> I, I also want to say something else. Um, I Sandy confirmed it because I wanted to. I, I am not Jewish. So I didn't yeah. want to screw this up, but tonight is the first night of Passover. Yes. So I want to say blessed Passover to everybody, as, as well as Good Friday. Thank you, because somebody else mentioned that earlier, and I totally, I was going to mention it, and I totally, for, I blew it. I blew it. I'm, I'm not a, a, I'm not a very good mensch. I'm not a good mensch. So. Uh, blessed but, Passover. Yes. And, uh, oh, Francie's back. There you are. Francie, thanks for calling the program. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Live Sunday, in the square Sunday. Circle. It is MAGA. In the, <laughs> it is Johnny Joe, Johnny Brooks oh in the squared circle. Pay per view. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. One day only. And you can watch two 70 year olds fight it out. There'll be no this- chills. There'll be no thrills. There might be a busted hip. But <laughs> you will get your money's worth. So Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This Tune Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Two. One day only. Yes. You, one day only. <laughs> I forgot the Scranton Scramble or Johnny Joe, Donnie Brook or MAGA something. Kids 12 and under get a free MAGA hat made in China. So you think oh, yes. Either, either a broken hip or somebody ends up in traction? What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And... Skeeters of all this. ages can come in for 50% off. Only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I go. had to do that. Just I appreciate <sighs> that. That's good. That's golden. Yeah. So Thank you. You should have recorded that one. I, we did just now. Uh-oh. I forgot. That's what we do oh, here. Christ. I hope. I'm freaking recorded. I, I just checked. Yes, definitely who's still recording. Um, oh so. boy, boy, is my face red? <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, wah, were, yes. yeah, I know. Oh. Anyways, that that was a couple of those were funny, but rain. They were. It was nerd humor, I guess. But are you a nerd? <laughs> I, I, That's yeah. what my father used to say. Oh, he said that in that voice. Are you a nerd? <laughs> Did you ever ask your father why he sounded like a canary? I don't know. He passed away, so oh, I can't sorry. ask him anymore. No, it's okay. But he, he, he I'm getting my Ouija board he out. Was str- he was a very strange... Um, my father was what they used to call in Massachusetts a pisser. A pisser. Yeah. Real pisser. 
Yes, but um, I'm glad, you know, you played the Joe Biden thing and he, you know, apologized and all that good stuff. And yeah, my father used to say stuff like that. It, you know, people of a certain age, um, you know, chivalry and all that, uh, which is yeah. women can, we, we all can take fine care of ourselves. Thank you very much. But. For so, anybody yeah. that for anybody though that is seeing somebody who is being victimized, oh yeah, gender, well, gender, anything, means. stick up for the yeah, stick up for in. the little guy. Yes, stick yeah. up so. for the yes, stick up for your fellow, whoever it might be getting you know harassed hey, or picked even on. In, somebody's Definitely. hitting a dog. Somebody's hitting a dog. Ooh. Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh dog. boy, yes. In the dog or you're whatever. Dead. Gosh, you're gosh, dead. whatever. I said who. Yeah, what? Hey, what? Hey, what I happened? Know. I think in the end, it, it, I, I would love for us as a society, and I think that Uncle Joe is getting it, that yes. it, it shouldn't be incumbent upon one, you know, gender. the male, the, the gender. It right. shouldn't be incumbent upon men to protect women. It, it should be a, you know, it should be like a co-op. Yes. Cooperative, if you, where we all work if you together. If see something, say something, you know? And if yeah. you see something really wrong, do it shouldn't something. Be, it shouldn't be based you know? on gender. Right. That's really True. what it comes Absolutely. down to. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. I mean, back in the day, I'm the oldest of seven. I, I used to fight or stick up for my younger brothers. No problem, you know? Sure. we That's what we did. Susan, um, Susan oh. dented her lunchbox by hitting a kid uh, with it. Her, I think her Muppets lunchbox. Um, by beating a beating oh, no. a kid beating a kid about the head and face who was attacking her brother. Yeah, well, I had an umbrella named Natalie. Long story short, that umbrella got busted over um, a basketball player's head. He was like six foot ten or whatever, and my best friend he was had cornered in a stairwell, and she's five foot, and I beat beat him with the umbrella. Get off yeah. my friend, you know. Um, so wouldn't it be nice and if he ran away. Point, wouldn't it be nice if we could get and and I'm saying this as a generational thing because right. Ken, you've you've shared some of your stories. Francie, you just shared yours. Yeah, I know. I know. Bob has shared some with me. Um, I've been at the receiving end of these kind of stories where there's there's a physical altercation, right? Mm -hmm. Because we see something that's wrong. I I am a dreamer, but I really would like for us to get to a point where. It doesn't have to get to that point. Right. Right. And I'm talking about, um, you know, the late 70s. Yeah, but the 70s still, and the 80s. Yeah. What we were talking with, with Ken and yeah, I were talking generational about. generational and all. It yeah, was one I'm of those a, things where, you know, yeah. you had to fight. Sue's had to fight. Yeah. yeah. Because we weren't taught how to talk about it. Right. Oh, well, and, and no. one, other, one other little thing about that story about the skinheads beating <clears throat> the shit out of me. Um, when I, yeah. I, 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 I got up, I got up in, in this bar, you see the, the, there was where this happened was outside the restrooms. This bar had a basement and then there was like couches outside. Uh, so it was kind of a little area where you could sit and then wait for your friends to come out of the bathroom or whatever. And well, oh. this all happened. Susan was in the bathroom and then nobody else knew what happened. Cause I went upstairs. I followed the guy. I followed the guy and was oh, like, what the fuck? Right. And so everybody else was downstairs. And then I came staggering downstairs with blood running down my face and my shirt ripped open. And Susan, this is the best part of the story. Really? Um, Susan was like, 
what the fuck? And then she ran up the stairs and she's like, who did this to him? Was it you? Was it you? (laughs) (laughs) And she was, she was fucking ready to kill. I love my wife so much. I know. I do too. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully we will evolve. We will evolve. I mean, I have yeah. a lot of hope, hope with the young people coming up. That yeah. We, there may be, I'm a dreamer too. I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm not going to get up out of bed anymore. But I hope that eventually people will evolve enough that uh, we won't be talking about this anymore. And we'll become you know, beings of pure energy. Uh, so <laughs> like, I'm not talking about all of us just like sitting down and being like, we need to have no. a karmic moment. There are no, 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 times when there needs to goofy. be pushback, a physical right. pushback. But oh, you can't cure that. You can't cure all the knuckleheads in the world. <laughs> but we yeah. can slow them down a lot. We I can shame this, them and stuff and shun them and all that fancy. good crap. These what? kids, this this generation, the yeah. Generation Z. They're amazing. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know. Pretty dang impressed. Definitely. I mean, yep, the yep, fact yep. That Our- David Hogg didn't punch Laura Ingram in the throat. <laughs> oh. uh, See, I just became a hypocrite. See? See, what are you? <laughs> I did. I know I did. Oh, uh, oh but she, But she's so annoying. <laughs> you think? On so levels. Yeah, I think. <laughs> God, I, I might, you know, put on, put, make a knuckle, give her a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> you know, I, I just because. I mean, the apology was, oh, was it real? Come on, in the spirit of Holy Week, we you have know, dead we, air. <laughs> we have <huh>? dead air. <laughs> yeah, that's low. Yeah, that's yeah. Laura Ingram. In the spirit yeah. of Holy Week, I mean. <laughs> If he did it any other week but Holy Week, what? All bets are off? <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. In Don't the spirit. on me and tell me it's raining. <laughs> R- Francie, in the spirit of yes. Holy Week, I'm going to go grocery shopping and pay for the groceries. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kind of Genius. bullshit is that? What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. So, I know. Yeah. I know. In the so, spirit lo- of. Yeah. Well, you kidding me? <laughs> so look, we're using Laura Ingram's words against you her. You kidding me? Yeah. Um, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you a nerd? <laughs> uh, here, here. I have. Uh, I, I have the. Uh, oh, here. Uh, the 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 psych. Uh, Laura Ingram had like dead air on her show a few years ago, and she was all confused uh. and didn't know what to do. So I made this little thing for. Her. What do I do? 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 Oh, God. What do I do? Oh, my Lord. So, At this rate, she might have dead air during commercial breaks. What's going on? What do I do, guys? Do it live. Epic. We'll do it live. She's so pleasant. That other moron. Hello, the clown. Yeah. All right, Francie, we're gonna we're gonna cut you yes. loose. But thank you for calling. We love you. Let me run around. I'm gonna hunt for the Easter Bunny. All right. Don't get any <laughs> raw eggs. Oh, that <laughs> Ken, her laugh just now. I hope you're recording this. I did Please. record that. Yes, it's that's evil. almost as good as. <laughs> so. Yes. There you go. Um, yes. Happy Passover, everybody out there. 
and happy yes. Easter, and thank you for taking my call, and I will talk to you soon. Be very, very Don't quiet. Don't raw eggs. Francie's hunting rabbits. crack your eggs. Yeah. All right, Francie. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye, Francie. So, all righty. Um, so, I love her. She makes me She's dizzy. great. She's great. All right. So uh, <laughs> if anybody awesome. else wants to call in, you can. We probably have time for one more caller. Um, but uh, I, I want to read a little bit of this from The Onion because I love this so much. I love this. This is from uh, um, The Onion. Uh, I don't know when it was published, but it was around the, the debates for the 2012 debates. Um, and it says, eloquent Biden brings entire audience to tears in debate stunner. <laughs> and then... Uh, the the byline is I'm a flawed man, but there is love in my heart. Vice President says, <laughs> and uh, here I'll I'll share the the link so everybody can see the the picture that goes with um, the article because he's wearing like the Michael Jackson like leather outfit in the picture. Um, but it says Danville, Kentucky. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, in okay. what observers called a stunning and unexpected display of oratorical eloquence and candor, Vice President Joe Biden delivered a deeply articulate and heartfelt speech at the conclusion of Thursday night's vice presidential debate, reportedly moving the entire audience at Center College to tears. After mar moderator Martha Raddatz asked Biden to give his closing statements, the former senator stared down at his prepared statement for several moments before setting it aside standing on top of the table in front of him and sharing a series of frank, poignant, personal reflections as a surprised and reverent hush fell across the auditorium. <laughs> I know people expect me to embarrass myself right now or do something reckless or silly, but I'm not going to do that. Not tonight, said Biden. His voice suddenly tinged with what observers described as a degree of warmth and tender regret never before heard from the veteran politician. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you people see me, the fast cars, the hitchhiking, the trips to Juarez, you know me, <laughs> all stumbling numbnuts Joe Biden, right? Well, shit. I'll be the first to admit that I ain't no saint. No, sir. I, no, sir. I suppose I ain't much of a role model either. But when it comes right down to it, even with all my flaws, I'm a human being with hopes, with dreams, and with love in my heart. Go ahead and laugh at Uncle Joe or call him a fool if you like. I'm not going to stop you, Biden continued. But know that I have a soul and that my soul bleeds. Hell, I might, I may not always know which way I'm going or, or why, but God damn it, I'm trying the best I can. The ever-loving best I can. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Bi Biden then reportedly paused, pulled a carton of uh, cigarettes and a Zippo lighter from his back pocket. A carton of cigarettes? Lit a cigarette, God, took a few... Biden is Bender from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, lit, lit a cigarette, took a few puffs, and started silent, stared silently at the ceiling before once again addressing the audience. Listen, I know I'm the last person in the world to give you all a lecture on morality, said Biden, pacing the tabletop as the auditorium lights laid bare every world-wearied crease and, and crevice in the 69-year-old's face. I've sure as shit made my share, fair share of mistakes. I've ridden through some pretty dicey places in my Trans Am, had one or two run-ins with the law, and I spent more than a few nights in county. I've done things, terrible things. I've got a list of regrets a mile wide, and there are nights when those regrets frankly tear me up inside, just tear me right up. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> it, Bender. <laughs> Bender. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh so my god. Oh, it, I'll skip ahead to the very to the end. To, I'll skip ahead to the end. He says, "Jesus, Jilly, my beautiful Jilly," said Biden dur- turning to speak directly to his wife, "Darling, I know I haven't been the perfect husband. Shit, far from it. I've done some things with with other women <laughs> that have really put you in a tough spot. But you gotta believe me when I say that I never, ever meant to hurt you. I love you with all my heart, Jilly," added Biden, who maintained a stoic expression in his eyes, welled with tears. "I always have, and I always will." So, oh, there's, there's, there's so much more to it, anyway. Uh, but yeah, don't you I lo- forget about me? <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Yeah. <laughs> So I I love fictional Biden. It's, 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 it's fun. You know, I always took that as a, you know, I I was never offended by that when I saw that. So I know it used to piss off some former co-hosts when I would read that stuff, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) um, but they're no longer here so I can do it what I want. So, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not pulling my figurative punches. So I'm not bringing up any names. God knows I'm not a perfect man, but <laughs> so no, I, I have a, I, I seriously, now I have a deep fascination with the character of Bender from the breakfast club and yeah. Joe Biden. And that's I, great. I really have to wonder. Joe I have Bender. to wonder if he has a secret love child, especially after he said, Jilly, I've done some things. <laughs> um, Fix me turkey pot pie. <laughs> that's the question. Oh, I, I think that Bender could be his love his love child. Uh, it could be. I think I might have. Oh, I, I do have a very offensive clip from the Breakfast Club uh, here. But this this is for all you Trump supporters out there. Shut up, bitch! Who fixed me turkey pot pie? There you go. So, uh, yeah, that ain't that ain't the way it is anymore. See, he was sticking up for his mom in that clip. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It, that, one of the reasons why I love the movie. It was See? offensive. There was offensive yeah. things in the movie. Definitely. I, I, that's one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. I've I've seen that movie probably 30 or 40 times. Me, me and my buddies used to watch that movie like every weekend for like an entire summer. So. Um, yeah. I mean, and it again, it goes back to generational things. Yeah. Um, it Anyway. I just love the fact that we're singing Breakfast Club songs. Yeah. Okay. That's the only one we're singing. What were some of the other songs from Breakfast Club? Help us out, people. Somebody do a Google Church. Oh, I can't. Go do a Google Church. Don't do a Google Church. I'll find out. But anyway, we'll find out what some of the songs were in the Breakfast Club. Um, and, uh, there's a, a website for the breakfast club. Oh, it's a, it's a radio program. So of course, drive time radio, everybody. Okay. Uh, good buddy. Every morning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, (laughs) I love that shit. Uh, hat tip Stephanie Miller for that. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with Bobber Rain and Joe right after this. Uh, but no, really, we're we're going to a break. Um, <laughs> I'll stop doing that ridiculous voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. Hi, this is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly. Don't change that dial. If you do, I'll know. Like a sneaky ninja, I will know. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, s- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Don't you forget about me, Simple Minds, Waiting by E.G. Daly, Fire in Twilight by Wang Chong, I'm the Dude, Instrumental by Keith Forsey, Heart Too Hot to Hold, Jesse Johnson and Steven Spruill, Dream Montage, Instrumental by Gary Chang, We Are Not Alone by Korea DeVito, Reggae, Instrumental by Keith Forsey, Didn't I Tell You by Joyce Kennedy, Love Theme, Instrumental by Keith Forsey. That is the soundtrack to The Breakfast Club. Yes, so basically it was Simple Minds. Yeah, pretty much. And Wang Chong. Uh, and of course, yeah. <laughs> Dance Hall Days. <laughs> um, we were cool on Christ. How appropriate for this weekend. Um, unless you're celebrating Passover. Uh, unless you're celebrating Passover, of course. But of course, uh, welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Joining me as always, Bobber in Washington, D.C., from Four Freedoms blog and rocker extraordinaire. Welcome, sir. Howdy, howdy. And Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, the Scranton uh, scrapper. So. <laughs> oh, everybody, Wang Chung tonight. Yes. <laughs> and with your fingers. What? What? Wang Chung. What? And then lick your fingers. Um, Wasn't that the next part of the lyrics? Uh, I don't think that was, but, uh, uh, I do actually think I have a, do I have a Wang Chung drop? No. Uh, anyway. And of course, Rain from, uh, For Freedom's blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. They all can't be winners. That's all right. But I'm pretty sure that when people Wang Chung, they do lick their fingers. Oh, here, I know what I was thinking of. This drop uh, from uh, Family Guy. Could I wham my Oingo Boingo into your velvet underground? Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That is is right up both Bob and mine's alley. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a fan of VU. Yeah, actually, Oingo Boingo. Knights, I even know they were called Knights of the Oingo Boingo uh, at one point. And uh, they were in that movie... uh, the Forbidden Zone. Do you ever see that movie by Danny Elfman's uh, uh, brother? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. it. They're Perfect. they're essentially one of, my, one of my favorite groups from the '80s. So I've got all their albums. I've seen that movie. You know, they, of course, is weird. They were the house band in uh, um, that Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield Back to School. I think it was. Yeah. You know, like the frat party. They were they were the house band in the frat party, or the, the you know the. So that was that was pretty fun. I have a few drops from Forbidden Zone, but that movie's so wrong nowadays. The it's, it's, it's <laughs> it really I mean, there's there are things you cannot fucking do at all. You know, I mean, but yeah, I got this. You want to see him? You want to see Chicken Boy? Yeah. Oh, Chicken Boy! <laughs> that's really rich. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, that's where uh, that 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 movie is from. Where uh, of course, one of my favorite drops. Uh, that banana oil. That's where that comes from. Flash Hercules. Flash Hercules was that character. And uh, let me see. Uh, uh, oh, I love this. <laughs> you, you don't ever. You don't ever. You, you don't ever. You don't ever. <laughs> here's, a, here's an inappropriate one. Your buns smell like locks, honey. I can smell them from here. <laughs> wow. Oh my good Yeah. I'm with yeah. Joe. Wow. Yeah. I, I I love this one too. This this is a good one for Trump. Will you get a lot of that Jake, will you? Yeah. <laughs> that one needs to have a comeback on the show. That one yeah, that one works for just about everybody that we talk about on this show. Um so, <laughs> oh, uh, one one last one. Here you go. This is just the kind of violence we've been decrying on this program tonight. You fucking kid! Man. I'll kill you, you fucking kid. So, yeah. <laughs> it's such a twisted movie. It, it hey, is. You're picking uh, on poor Joe Biden. All he wanted to do was beat up the president. See, that's all. Yeah, of that's course. all. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you know why he wanted to beat him up. You sniveling little weasel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I derailed everything right there. But yeah, so welcome back, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out in the chat room with us tonight. Thank you to uh, somebody who donated uh, to the uh, Joey's Patreon. We appreciate that. Spread the word as much as you can. Share it on social media if you can't afford to donate. Um, and, uh, and again, any amount is appreciated. Um, and we love you all. So uh, here we go. I want to. I'm going to get. I'm going to play this. Uh, this first clip real quick because uh, I don't know if I've ever played Diamond and Silk on this show, and it's for a good reason. Because they they're they're, they're horrible. They're liars, and um, they uh, might not have facts. I uh, don't have facts to back this up. Yeah, um, listen, listen to this. There, uh, because Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, rightfully so, uh, she's you know come under attack by uh, once again by a bunch of people saying you need to just be quiet and go away since you didn't win the election. And she pointed out, you know what? Nobody ever told a, a man who lost an election to go away and shut up. Mm-hmm. And 
Great point. But Diamond and Silk, <clears throat> I forget who calls him this, but I think it might, I can't remember who called him this, but I think it's funny. They call, call them uh, polyester and uh, um, cubic zirconia. It's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, this is a. Uh, but I've what, had some really nice cubic zirconia jewelry. And yes. I've had some nice polyester. So, well, take that yeah. for what it is. So, so Diamond and Silk were on Fox and Friends, everybody. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, I mean, we're talking a real powerhouse. That's a, like a think tank. That's a brain trust right there. Um, you know, Steve Deuce, mat- matching wits with Steve Ducey. Uh, <laughs> Those are that's something that's never been said before, I don't think. Um, but yeah, Diamond and Silk were on Fox and Friends uh, saying that Hillary Clinton, she does need to go away or she needs to explain this. I think it's time for her to go somewhere and be quiet. If she's going to be on the national platform or her, her little platform, mm-hmm. she needs to talk about her dirty deeds. That's right. How she paid for that fake dossier mm-hmm. to try to undermine President mm-hmm. Trump during the election. That's right. How she sold 20% of the uranium to Russia and mm-hmm. now Russia have nuclear weapons. And you know that uranium is bomb-making material. What? <laughs> what? Now... All of a sudden, a Russia has nuclear weapons. Did you know this? They never this? had them before. No, never. So, never. so all, the, all those duck and covers drills I did 40 years ago, that that was for nothing? Um, guys, uh, guys, yeah. guys, can Fake I do news. a little woman's Fake news, sure. <laughs> Russia didn't have nuclear weapons before the 1940s. Stop spreading lie and false um. news. <laughs> so we sold them. 20% of our uranium and now they have nuclear weapons. Yeah. Where well, the fuck did they uh, You from? know, I think I, I, I'm getting to the bottom of this right now, guys. Um, is that I think Hillary Clinton she literally took that uranium. She just picked it up. She didn't even have it in case or anything. Um, she took no it. No gloves. She put it in the world famous Obama brand. You know, when he, they went back and forged the birth certificate and, you know, he hung out with Bill Ayers um, while he was blowing up statues. Um, well, Hillary used the time machine and took that uranium <coughs> back in time to the Russians. See, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, so let me get this clear. Yeah. They were on Fox, right? Uh, they, yeah, that's the only. I'm sure that's the only network that's going to let them pontificate on uh, Russian uh, nuclear weapons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for picking good, that up. Cause... Good. Good guess. <laughs> well, the score. They have. They have such such a background in nuclear socioeconomic worldwide throw in any word you want synergy um (laughs) god damn it yeah i thought they were on bbc world news (laughs) uh yeah you know now on bbc world news diamond and silk silk (laughs) (laughs) the russians here to talk about the global nuclear arms race weapons. and nuclear weapons now recently acquired by Russia. 
Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was just a spitball. I'm assuming it was Fox. Well, so. okay. So yeah, definitely. And so, so this, this falls in line with their dear leader. Um, Ari Melber played some audio on his program the other day from, from Trump, um, about, you know, the, the fake wall, the fake wall that Mexico's not paying for, that's not under construction, that is apparently military, the military spending for the military that he just increased the spending for bless you, Bob. Um, you know, apparently the, the money now, the military is going to pay for it by default. We're paying for it, but Trump gave a speech and tweeted out some pictures the other day. And, uh, this is him talking about the, his fake wall and Ari Melber, uh, nailing his fat flabby ass to the fucking wall. We started building our wall. I'm so proud of it. We started, we started, we have 1.6 billion and we've already started. You saw the pictures yesterday. I said, what a thing of beauty. You saw those beautiful pictures and that wall looks good. This is the re-election argument, even though it's not true and it's not as well. Workers are actually fixing a part of a fence in California and it's not new. It began in the 90s. Trump can't actually take credit for the update because this project came under an 09 order from Obama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, oh, Foxfire 505 says Chernobyl. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant yeah so is it any wonder diamond and silk would go on to say what they said when you have the president um oh man i i called him that didn't it? when when you when, when fat donnie okay is out there uh say well, did you see those pictures do you see those really old pictures of something i didn't have anything to do with oh it's a thing of beauty thing of beauty well you fucking numb nuts would you get a load of that jerk? You know? Will you get a load of that jerk, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, that's just typical for him, though. He takes credit for anything that anybody else did that's good or what he thinks is good. Yeah. And and anything that he's done that that's bad, you know, he just blames it on somebody else. But I think so, it's important to call him out. Oh, of course, definitely. Because, yeah. I, this was this wasn't his wall. This was a, a program that was started in 2009, and yeah, it was a fence. Damn it! It was a fence that was already there. They were repairing the fence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was there. It was. It, it's like you know. It's like, oh, it's like saying we're going to build a new. Imagine if Trump says we're building a new beautiful highway. And then he shows picture and a picture, and it's pretty much, you know, the highway crews filling in potholes. So he's the pothole president. Really yeah, <laughs> there you go. He really is. I mean, they were fixing the fence. Where do you see the oh, pictures of the Great Wall of China? He's got lined up for the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say it again. Say it again, Joe. I said, where do you where do you see the pictures of the Great Wall of China? He's got lined up for the 2020 election. Oh, wow. I'm sure that'll be a thing of splendor. I built the wall. It's yeah. 300,000 miles. You can see it from space. Totally see oh, yeah. it from space. Totally. It spells totally my well. name in cursive. 
without without binoculars. Some of it's in Comic Sans, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Worst font ever. I hate that fucking font. Let me tell you something. If he ever says it's in Comic Sans, then we need to impeach. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, Comic, Comic Sans fans. is a. In a it, I am with you, Rain, a one hundred and ten percent. Comic Sans mm-hmm. is an impeachable offense. So <laughs> you are correct. So uh, <laughs> I've worked in the graphic design field for twenty years. Fuck you, fuck you, client with your Comic Sans. No, yeah. I don't want to make you know, your ad that you're hiring me to design to have Comic Sans because you read something in the funny pages. Well, here, here I used to write all his, all his legal memos in purple Comic Sans. Oh Jesus! So, um, Rain, you'll appreciate this story. Um, uh, it's very, very brief. I promise. Um, the um, I, when I was doing small press comics, uh, I was doing I was an inker on a on this comic by a guy in Columbus. And I would also, uh, you know, I'd ink his speech bubbles and lettering and stuff like that and everything. And he's like, oh, just so you know, I found a font that I like. So you won't have to do any inking on the on the lettering anymore. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I got his uh, pencils with the uh, speech balloons pasted in it. And it was on fucking Comic Sans. I'm like, really? Comic Sans? You yeah. like that? Yeah. That was like 12 years ago and I hated it. So, yeah. You know that there's a reason why there's no Comic Sans Serif, right? Uh, (laughs) Well, you you can't put a Serif on a comic. (laughs) I guess. They took it out back and shot it like Old Yeller. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Moon Mare, Moon Mare. It's okay. Your font in the chat is Comic Sans. That's fine. You're not not designing anything. You're not designing anything. You're not. No, no. That's fine. We have other friends in the chat who use Comic Sans. No, just don't. That's okay, Moomoo. Some of my best friends are Comic Sans. Yeah. See? There (laughs) you go. So, no, this is not. This is in the the professional realm, is what we're saying. We're not shaming you. We're not font shaming you for using that font. We don't kink shame. We don't. uh, yeah, well, we do font shame if you're doing it professionally. That's not cool. <laughs> yes, um, yes. You know John Dowd, the lawyer that just quit. I heard about that. Now, is yes. when he when he, proof when he of that, his, proof? Uh, um, what's her what's her name? Uh, uh, Betsy Woodruff, when she broke that news last Saturday that uh, when he said uh, he wanted Mueller. The Mueller probe yeah, she stopped. Said that I'm still she said he, he he's been he's been emailing in purple, Comic Sans, for oh, no. twenty years. Does he use a black background with lots of clip art? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That would, that would just be the, the that would be the end. Somebody yeah. just have to come over and shoot his computer. He's got a little little uh, cartoon. John uh, Dowd still have like a Hotmail account. <laughs> no, it's oh. an well and, and a oh, MySpace oh. page, and it, yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Here we go. Uh, it, it, now and so it begins. Yeah, Adam, he, there Ad- and meow. Don't hang your heads in no. shame. Stop. And Brokehammer, Brokehammer does uh, oh. has it too. Uh, but uh, it, but yeah. Adam, it, so it begins. Adam Hebert says, "I'm going to start doing my show notes in Comic Sans just to piss you off." Thanks for revealing your hidden weakness, pick. Oh, <laughs> damn it! God damn it! Oh. So. <laughs> no, sir, I you don't know like how it. We we're talking about you need to stand up for other people. 
<laughs> Moon Mayor says, can't we have a font safe space? Yes, we can. We can. We so can. I'm going to stand up for you. It's not a weakness. If you've ever worked in the design industry, uh, it's ever worked in the or, and perhaps the cartoon industry i, I mean, mean i would never use i would never use whatever i have the like the crappy looking typewriter font whatever mine is um i mean could you see a client not, who's like hi i have a feminine product it's called douche in um, comic can sans you use, like <laughs> comic sans to say freshness no <laughs> no it doesn't work that way I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. In solidarity, I'm gonna change my font to Comic Sans. So no, I'm not. I'm not. I won't. <laughs> doesn't matter in the chat. I've never paid attention to anybody's font in the chat. That doesn't. I don't matter. care what people's fonts are. God, in the this chat. has really gone off the rails now. We spent really way too sorry, much time Ken, talking about this. I'm sorry. I ever said Comic Sans. I'm sorry. We're I'll never sorry. say it again. So let's all just self-flagellate. All right, I want to play no, not, this. Not what a Comic Sans yeah. font, though. I, I, no. want, I, want, I want to shift gears and play this real quick. Um, Kelly Jones, the ex-wife of Alex Jones, um, she needs people's help. Alex Jones apparently uh, has broken the third strike on YouTube. She's made note of it. Um, but she is... You need to follow her on Twitter. Um, and uh, can what... Rain, do you... Do you think you can track her down on Twitter and share her um, uh, uh, Twitter handle while I'm doing Mad Libs and playing this? Yeah, um, give me her first name again. Kelly Kelly Jones, Kelly ex-wife Jones, of yes, Alex. Because I know. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, listen to this uh, because she's going through hell right now in their custody battle, and he's based in she she's coming out strong against him. This is great. My name is Kelly Jones. And I'm Alex Jones's ex-wife. I've had a lot of people asking me to post some proof it's me since Twitter isn't verifying accounts right now. So I'm wearing a jacket that I've worn in a previous video on my YouTube channel. I think it's Alex Jones X. Um, and I'm also going to be showing you an image from my new website, custodywars.com. Um, today I'm asking people to visit custodywars.com and to click through to my petition, which you can also access at change.org. They took the video down, YouTube did, but the channel's still up, and I've written them a letter asking them um, to clarify their policies and to let America know if Alex Jones's channel was, in fact, uh, you know, ready or cued or uh, set for a takedown with, from a third strike, or if Alex issued false reports to push donations and to get sympathy. Um, Alex Jones has actively filed and tried for years to censor and silence me. The result of the assault on my civil liberties is that I'm having to appeal unconstitutional orders that infringe on my free speech and other rights. Alex Jones has a huge platform and millions of viewers. And my online following is finally growing thanks to tons of concerned citizens who have taken them upon themselves to share my content. I'm asking you all for help today. Please visit custodywars.com and sign my petition asking YouTube to define their policies regarding the Alex Jones channel and defamation. Alex continues to use the YouTube platform to endanger my family and as recently as, as today has posted 
a horrific endangering video of my son. I'm a mother and I implore you. I need help. I need support. I'm Kelly Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at AlexJones underscore X. My Facebook page is Kelly Jones. On that page, you can see that I'm not alone in having experienced family court injustice. There are thousands of Americans across the country, great parents that lose their kids for no reason in family court. And in high-dollar court, it's frequently the mother's contrary to popular belief, although it affects both men and women. It's a broken system. My case can be the poster child for that. I speak to raise awareness and to get support. Uh, get support. Uh, so her video got cut off at the end. Um, I signed her petition, uh, and I shared it. And uh, within a moments, I got um, a few other people uh, signing the petition, uh, you know. I, I've thought about maybe asking her to do an interview on the show and just like maybe not even do it live, but just let her tell her story. I don't know if she would, would respond. I don't know if she would respond. I'd give her full disclosure on what we're all about. And yeah, we do make fun of Alex Jones. Um, but um, I, 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 just to give well, her the platform, I- just to give her the platform and have that recorded interview out there that she could share and, you know, whatever. I would just using my little bit of power that I have, I would be more than happy to. I think you should. I think it should be pre recorded with none of us involved. You guys can do an honest, clean interview. Yeah. I, I saw something and I didn't pay much attention to it at the time, but I saw a tweet that came from Alex Jones's account mm-hmm. that said that it was his son. Hi, and it was directed to David Hogg. I saw this today. I didn't even think to look into it. I was like, my brain was going every place, you know, all over the place. But it said, hi, David Hoggs. I'm Alex Jones' son. You said you wanted to interview my father, and then you backed off. Why won't you? It was something along the lines of, why won't you interview him? Are you a coward? And I thought, I read that, and I felt like, wow, is Alex Jones actually pretending to be his son to taunt David Hogg. Hmm. Ah, uh, shit. We lost Bobber again. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I haven't had a chance to look into it. I'm glad you uh, looked into it, it a little it bit. Came, it was one of those kind of brief flashes along my Twitter feed or my Facebook feed or whatever that I didn't think to look into it, but it just seemed strange. And now hearing hearing that video from, from her, Mm-hmm. And then going over to her Twitter feed when she said, I, I lost my son. There is a tweet that came out that, you know, I don't know if, you know, she didn't lose her son. Her son didn't die. No. But she's kind of getting to the point where she's losing her kids to her father's, to their father's insanity. Yeah. That's and probably only because he be- has more money than her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome back, back, Bob. Bob. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's a I think I, internet. It briefly popped up and said, "Yeah, it, lo- it lost the internet connection or something," which is weird. But oh, well, it's you know, you never know. We were talking with, about Alex Jones. Um, which, which is a shame because I just love trashing Alex Jones. Oh, he's a he's a special kind of fucking stupid. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. Um, well, let's see. Uh, Bobber, you're you're back just in time to tell me what's what, what song you want me to play. <laughs> so, 
Uh, but yeah, you ask me this every time, and every time I'm like, uh, duh, uh, duh, uh. <laughs> that's all right. Let me just go to my start menu and uh, type in Rouse and see what we got. Um, how about let's see what we haven't haven't we heard in a while? Uh, One night kiss. Sure. All right. Well, oh, it's, it, it's not a particularly good recording, but it's uh, I like the song. Well, you know what? It's okay. I played a not particularly great recording of one of my songs earlier, so um, that will be fine. And right. I, sorry, it's giving me a hassle here. Uh, there we go. Okay, now we got it. Um, seriously, why aren't you letting me load it in there? Oh my god! All right, it's not going to let me load that one in. How about close to you? Sure. All right. Let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back. Uh, we, we got some Mad Libs and uh, also we have some Larry King audio. We'll do two Mad Libs tonight to make room for Larry King. On the Second Amendment, everybody. Somebody else thinks it should be repealed. And his name's Larry King. We'll be right back right after this. This is a story of heroic deeds and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero when the legions of darkness stalk the land. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. Sorry. 
things you can't reverse In a parallel universe They'd haul my heart away in a hearse Proclaim it DOA We live in the here and now And I can make this simple vow This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, Glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mind Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And, of course, welcome back to the program. And as promised, uh, we're going to go ahead and play this Larry King audio here because uh, it's a, a TMZ caught up with Larry King. 
while whilst he was at an eatery uh, this weekend. And by the way, Rain and uh, uh, Joe, Larry King actually uh, showed up on Good Mythical Morning the other day to show Rhett and Link how to behave at a Seder uh, dinner. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll find that video and send it to him. him. Oh yeah. God. So, uh, and Bobber, if you have, is Rain shared Good Mythical Morning with you, Bob? Um, I don't think so. Uh, well, you have? so I have, I did. Uh, I, I shared you the uh, Munch Madness. The Olympic one. Oh, the I, Olympic I shared one. The, the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, Skating. that was fun. So I'll find the Larry um, King one and send it to you guys. I'll. I'll, I'll have to see it again and maybe i just i'm not remembering it correctly it's just a goofy fun youtube channel so uh for when you don't want to deal with politics um and uh larry king this this is actually this is actually um the question was posed to larry king because justice john paul stevens wrote an Uh, op-ed in the new york times saying yeah he he wants i hope joe are you there to correct me if i'm wrong i'm here was it john paul stevens Yes. Who wrote an op-ed saying, just repeal mm-hmm. the Second Amendment. There you go. A Supreme and I said Court it. justice. Just is like, get rid of it. It's done. See, but I said it two years ago. I'm the Tim Corwin yeah, You're not show. a Supreme Court justice. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and you're also not Larry King. <laughs> oh, Hello. <God>. Scranton. Hello. <laughs> I, I, yeah. love, I love Larry King. I Who's out of line? I listened to Larry King in the '80s on when he was on the radio. Oh, oh me yeah, too. too, me too. Yeah. I loved his his late night uh, talk show. It was great. Yes, but yeah. So TMZ uh, cornered him. Uh, well, they didn't corner him. They they mm-hmm. approached him about uh, Justice Stevens uh, talking about repealing the Second Amendment, and he had some very insightful things to say about the this. And I, I'll tell you what. I like what he's saying, but it's going to take a lot for this to happen. Retired Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens is advocating. I favor, I favor changing the second. Well, he's saying repeal the second. Yeah, repeal it. Right in, right in. You think so? It's poorly written. Can't we just. Sure. So you'd like to just rewrite what they mean it? by militia. Right. You know who saw the second number? It was Southern Senators. So they could ward wow. off slaves. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Read the history. I don't have time right now. Can you just give me a brief background? No, it was started eventually they won in other areas, but Southern Senators started it so they could repel slave uprisings. Oh, okay. So in that they regard. Wanted, they, didn't, they wanted to be able to protect themselves against black people. Yeah, correct. That's Second Amendment scope. And the NRA is the worst. Yes, thank you, Larry. The NRA is the worst. They Amen. are. Amen. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a little hard to hear there. There's some traffic noise in there because, you know, TMZ is out on the streets all the time. But he essentially said, you know, the Southern senators uh, drafted the, the, the Second Amendment in fear of slave uprisings to protect themselves against black people. What does militia mean? It's poorly worded. It is absolutely horribly worded. Because you know, uh, can you get the NRA to ever define what the uh, what a militia is? Well, the the militia—that's what you do when the tyrants rise up in the government, and you got to go in and murder politicians. That's what they think. No, it really isn't. 
No, it specifically says in the in the Article One, Section Eight, that the militia is supposed to be there for um, quelling insurrections, which is exactly what these yahoos think they're going to do is is be an insurrection. They, it's the exactly. exact opposite of what it's there for. Bingo, bingo. Right, exactly. You know, it, it's like you know the clan starts to overrun a town. All right, get your guns, folks. Take them out. But there is an argument to be made about the the specific part that Bob was talking about, that our founding fathers were, it wasn't just the British, they were also concerned about the slaves. Sure. Yeah. I I just, I love that Larry King in his his leather members only jacket, (laughs) because... Because why not? It's like, I'm going to bring that one out of the closet. I love Larry. But, you know, I'm glad that he said that because there are very, very few people in mainstream journalism, you know, on on CNN, MSNBC, and forget Fox, ABC, CBS, NBC. There are very few people, pundits and et cetera, et cetera, that really want to talk about the fact that this was one of the reasons why that became the Second Amendment. Yeah. And they don't want to talk about, there's another, you know, on top of that, there's a reason why they said that black people were three quarters, because Mm -hmm. they didn't want to give them full inalienable rights. You know, and and Joe, you'll appreciate this. When I saw that link um, earlier today, I went to the Mediaite article, and I, of course, I do what I do, and I scroll down to the comments. We'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And this one guy put in there, he's like, you morons, you can't take away our natural rights. And I responded to, to the guy, I said, hey, hey, jackass, go go, uh, go grow a gun tree. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fucking natural right. That's insane. It's a natural well, right like- to own a gun. It's like picking an apple off a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's how perverted this whole this whole Second Amendment thing has gotten. And Larry King's absolutely right, as is John Paul Stevens. The only mm-hmm. permanent way to solve this is not to have a Second Amendment. I realize that's not going to happen in my lifetime or yours, probably. But eventually, a hundred years from now, maybe this country is going to realize what the fuck. Yeah. What, what what right to bear arms? I mean, you there, you could repeal the Second Amendment and not take everybody's guns away. True. There is a way to do both. Yes. Well, we repealed what what was the uh, alcohol amendment? Yeah, the difference. We, we uh, repealed that. Eighteenth Amendment. Eighteenth Amendment. Yeah. Repealed with the twenty-first Amendment. Right. Thank you. And and but and notice it was only after women got the right to vote. Look, there's no there's no bigger gun country than Canada, I don't think. They're hunters, they're wilderness. Mm-hmm. They don't have a second amendment. Survival. And everybody's got a anybody wants a gun has a gun in Canada. Yeah. Only you have to be able to use it. You have to be able to be licensed to have it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure there's certain types of guns that you can't have because right. there's no reason for you to have them. Ex- like assault weapons. Yes. So so um Repealing the Second Amendment isn't that radical an idea. It is, uh, you know, in in the parlance of what we're talking about in our our generation. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
But it's not that radical an idea because it's an antiquated article. It's just like the 18th Amendment. You know, it shouldn't be there. Yeah. It served a purpose 200 and some years ago, and it serves no purpose anymore. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to go back to It is. It, it really is. Bob, do you want to... No, go yeah. ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, no, you go. No, I interrupted <laughs> both of you. I go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the point that I wanted to make is that in the Constitution, it said that black people, slaves, were three quarters. Am I getting that right? Math is hard. Three-fifths. 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 I knew I had that wrong. Three-fifths. Of, you were bu- you, you know, were being person. more generous than those assholes. But three-fifths of a person. And it took mm-hmm. us the 13th, 14th, and 15th amendments to correct that. Yeah. And so I, I, while I like the idea of repealing the Second Amendment, I like having a few more amendments to, to, to fix mm-hmm. that amendment. And, you know, in these Trump cultists and NRA nuts and GOP low-info freaks... They don't realize, and and I'm not trying to say that, you know, the Constitution is a rag that we should wipe our asses with, but it's not some, you know, tome of ancient wisdom that can never be, you know, it's unwavering, it's a static document. You know, I don't like the phrase, it's a living, breathing document, because it's not, it doesn't have lungs, it doesn't require oxygen. To live. No, but it is a fluid, but it is, it's a fluid it, it's, idea. It's a yeah, it's a, it's a, definitely a fluid idea. It's it's an evolving thing, just like oh, I don't know. We talked about the evolution of Joe Biden on you know equality and you know and and his you know uh, remarks about knocking the snot out of Trump, <laughs> you know. And uh, well, that's that's the same. That's the same as uh, argument is the, the difference between the people in the Federalist Society, the what they call the originalists. Oh, I hate who those people. Believe who believe that the only thing that you can have is the written word, both in the Constitution and in any legislation that Congress passes. They never want to look at intent of Congress which the more liberal judges do, they always want to look at the letter of the law, and that's it. Well, if that were the case, then why do why did the Constitution establish a Supreme Court to interpret yes. the Constitution? Because the Illuminati. And the ability to amend. Globalists. Right. Illuminati. Right. So, but, but, so, so these Federalists that go on and on and on about, about uh, like, like Gorsuch, that and and Scalia, you know, the, the, these originalists that say, well, you can't, if it's not in the Constitution, you can't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, then, you know, we can't have cars, I yeah, guess. That's why I don't understand when people talk about natural right. Oh, my, my apologies, too. I said globalists and Illuminati. I'm sorry, I meant Freemasons. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we don't have a lot of time left. Uh, the, the, lots, lots more fun stuff to talk about, uh, next Tuesday on turn up the night. But, uh, in the meantime, we got to get a little goofy before this show ends. So it's time for Mad Libs, folks. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> 
Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. Going alphabetically tonight. This seems to work. Uh, Bobber, I need a verb ending in S. Sucks. <laughs> uh, and Joe, I need a number. Twelve. And Rain, the name of a uh, conservative. My father. You want to use him? Use him last week or last Tuesday? Oh, I did. I okay. I gotta yeah. find a new one. All right. I, How about somebody that got boycotted recently? I don't know. Oh, all right. Let's go with Laura. Okay. Uh, Ingraham. Ah. Eh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Bobber, Bobber, same one for you. Uh, the name of a conservative. Um, Reince. Ooh, sweating to the oldies there. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm put feeling Reince has been sweating Reince a lot P. lately. Uh, Joe, Mister Lucky, part of the body. Uh, sternum. Ooh. Wow, that's that's an underused part of the body. It is. Uh, unless you break unless it. You do, unless you do chest bumps. Then yeah. Because, yeah. Use all the time. Rain, part of the body, plural. Tailbone. Tailbones. Oh, okay, no tailbone. That's one. But tailbones. Nobody has two. Tailbones. Well, if you're, a, if you're a lizard person, you might have two tailbones, right? Well, that's the thing. We don't know if it's talking about one person's body part or multiple people's body parts. Right? All right. So we so, can go with tailbone? Absolutely. Tailbones. It's the um, end of the spine. It is. It is. The end of the spine. End of the line. Uh, <laughs> go to the end of the spine. I need a, <laughs> I need a color, Bobber. <laughs> color? Puce. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Again, what are one of my favorite colors on the show? Puce and taupe. Um <laughs> and uh Joe, a verb ending in ING. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? I sinister, sinister <laughs> laugh there. Whoa. Maybe uh, maybe we need to temper that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Oh Lord, uh, pissing! Oh, see, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> that's that's nice. Almost, I said <laughs> puce. Uh -huh. puce piss. Uh, <laughs> puce. I get that checked. Really, it sounds like a medical problem. Yeah, yeah that, that definitely. Yeah, there's a pill does for it, that. Does it burn? Does that burn? Hot puce. Hot puce piss. Us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I kind of love our pre Mad Libs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, rain an adjective. Oh, really? An adjective? I'm sorry, I I, I missed a couple when I was uh, uh an adjective. That's like a de verb. Describe like describing a noun, like you know, uh, um, stinky. Stinky. Right. Stinky, yes. that that works. Stinky. All right, there you go. Uh, Joe, same fate for you. Another adjective. Uh, grungy. 
Ooh. Grungy. Uh, and Bobber, last one, an adverb. Lustily. All right. Hey, baby. All right, we're going to go ahead and start in this one. We got two. Uh, <laughs> this one's called uh, Fairy Tales and Romance. <laughs> oh, I'm sure this is going to be really make me want to go to bed tonight with Bob. NC-17 <laughs> Mad Libs. Uh, <laughs> this is Hello. best of Mad hey. Libs. Uh, 50 like years of candles, Mad Libs. Honey. This book is almost filled. I had to skip around from page to page to find a, a couple blank ones. This is Fairy Tales and Romance. If a story begins once upon a turd muffin, you know you are about to read a fairy penis. It's amazing. Oh, uh, I said the word, didn't I? I shouldn't have. You know. <laughs> Don't again. say penis in this house. Um, it's amazing. I lost you. Yeah. Oh, you lost. Did you not hear yeah, that yeah, first? Yeah, I, I too. I yeah. Oh, it okay. Went, it went blank. Right. You dropped out, Kenny. Oh, okay. I, I'm a I'm a Mad Lib dropout. So, all right. It's we'll, your penis talk. We'll, we'll start yeah, again. Mad Lib we'll. dropout. Don't say penis, 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 oh, wait, wait. penis, 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 it's hung That's up on that. Yeah, you got right? hung up on the prick. <laughs> um, all right. So here we go. Fair. <laughs> Fairy tales and romance. If a story begins once upon a turd muffin, you know you are about to read a fairy penis. Don't say penis in this house! It is amazing how these skunky stories remain uh, indelibly etched in our tailbones. <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget? <laughs> Who can forget Snow Puce and the Seven Fonts? Oh my god. One of them was Comic Sans. I just know it. Just, somebody waterboarded Comic Sans. He took him out. Well, you know uh, who, who Comic Sans in? Dopey. Um, so, <laughs> uh, oh my oh, goodness. So, who can forget Snow Puce in the Seven Fonts, Beauty in the Right Wing Nut Job, or Little Red Pissing Hood? Oh <laughs> Oh uh, my gosh. She was in the hotel room yes. with Trump, wasn't she? Band yes. name. So. Band <laughs> name. Little Red Pissing Hood. That's, uh, yeah, she was red, you know, because, you know, Russia, red. Do you remember that song, Little Red Riding Hood, Joe? Yes. Hey, I know it. Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, let's see. Yes. Okay, Fairy tales uh -huh. introduced us to the magical world, uh, uh, magical world of wicked boobs, big stinky wolves, drunken wizards, and dwarves who wore funny TVs. These remarkable stories taught us that good always tr triumphs over fearmonger, <laughs> <laughs> and made us believe in the grungy power of a kiss. Why not? One good smack on the sphincter could change <laughs> could change a frog into a handsome kumquat. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, that's, that's what I've always heard. That's true. That's true. Enabling him to marry the zebra of his dreams and live as is written in all those ro romantic stories lustily ever after. Nice. <laughs> well, sure. If you're going to start off with a kiss on the sphincter, the, you know, sure. where are you going to yeah. go from there? Told you, you can NC only go up. N N <laughs> <laughs> See, now that that's funny. You can only go up from there. So, 
Uh, all right, so we have. You know we have, they say a kiss on the sphincter makes the medicine go down. See, <laughs> that's not what they say. That is not the same. The sphincter makes the medicine go down or up. I don't can, know. Can any of you solve the riddle <laughs> of the sphincter? It's a suppository. Yeah, it's a suppository. It makes it up. Up. It goes. Sure. Yeah. Solve the riddle of the sphincter. Um, all right. And uh, that was a good duo, by the here's way. Our, here's our, our second one for tonight. This is uh, obviously written by Trump, Diamond, and Silk. Moon facts. Facts about the moon. So... Uh, you can see the Great Wall of China, China, from oh, the yeah. moon. Uh, but all right, here's moon facts. Number one, even though the moon appears as an atrocious slice of light, wait, wait, even though the moon appears as an atrocious slice of light and finally becomes a full <laughs> Bactrian camel, <laughs> I don't know what that is. What the hell? That's what somebody put in the chat. It doesn't change its poopy butthole. (laughs) Of course not, because it got kissed on the sphincter. Yeah. The moon looks as different as the rancid sun illuminates its different dingleberries. The moon looks uh, as as different as the rancid sun illuminates its... Okay, whatever. Uh, The moon sucks around the earth every (laughs) 12 days. The moon sucks? The yeah, moon that's why sucks there's titles. around Thank the you. earth every day. The tide comes in yeah. when it sucks. It's yeah. not gravity. The moon sucks. Yeah, right. see? See? Three. Yeah, space is a vacuum. Vacuums suck. This Three. Is science. We're science. Yeah, I, I know. I, I learned something totally today. Oh, wait. Nailing. You're not done oh. yet. You, you know, that's one oh. to grow on, really. <laughs> what is happening? Um... Well, I don't know. Well, I, I guess think... if you moon somebody, you could get kissed on the sphincter. See? Yeah, <laughs> all this, all this uh, learning experience, right? And that's one to grow on. Thanks, Jason Bateman. All right, so uh, moon fact number three. If the moon were to be seen next to the Earth, it would look like a tennis temper next to a bowling scumbag. Well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how it works. Could be. And um, all right, so here we go. Moon fact number four, most important moon fact of them all. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop that. Um, four. Is that in, in 1969, Laura Ingram and Reince Priebus from the Apollo Trader were the <laughs> first human <laughs> were the first human libraries to set a sternum on the moon. <laughs> Well, Many, you know, huh? If you dive, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, many historians and chickens believe this to be the most salacious achievement in the history of the snowpack. All right, there we go. Moon facts, everybody. Where's our Mad Libs? We got to wrap things up. That's the end of the program. That's what we do. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, well, actually, the first Mad Libs. What's that? The first one was I'm better. I'm still laughing at the first one. Yeah, that one was better. For uh, the sure. second one was. Everybody gets participation. It was false news. It was wacky. It was false news. Stop spreading lie and false um, news. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, I, I'll probably do this uh, uh, next Tuesday as well, but uh, Rain and Bobber, very special anniversary coming up for the two of you kids. Oh! 
happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Yeah, so you guys have a big wow. anniversary next week. Isn't yeah, that great? next Wednesday. Very yep. excited. Next Wednesday. So wow. I won't be on Resistor Sisters, but yeah, you're stuck with me on Tuesday. All right. And oh, okay. Moon Mare says <laughs> a dromedary has a single hump. A Bactrian camel has two. That's what a Bactrian camel is, everybody. Okay. okay. Sorry. Sorry, Moon Mare. So uh, Foxfire said, wow, that's way sciencey and stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and wow. uh, dromedary. Yeah. So I thought all right. dromedary was like a fruit. Uh no. Uh-uh. That's a durian. See? Durian. Is, that's the dead flesh smelling fruit. <laughs> oh, okay. So really. Uh, what? Dromedary. So what? I'll have what? some uh, give me a pound of dried dromedary. I also yeah, have the gabagoo. So. And dromedary pie. Everybody has dromedary pie. Sure, sure. Maybe in Scranton. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Bobber, what's your parting shot tonight, sir? Um, I, I, my parting shot is that anybody who who attacks seventeen-year-old kids uh, for trying to uh, stand up for for not getting shot are fucking assholes. Yeah. I, I agree, and uh, I'd say uh, this to them. Will you get a lot of that, Jake, will you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good part. Yeah, it's, it's just been pissing, it's really just been pissing me off, these these people that are making up shit because they, they can't, you know, they, they can't, can't even argue. come up with a, with a valid argument. They have to just make shit up, and uh, and then on top of that, they're, they're just demonizing them. For, yeah. for speaking up for, for their own lives, it's you know, just, um, it really pisses me on on uh, Armin's page. A guy, one of his friends, uh, posted a meme of David Hogg, and it said, um, it, 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 "It was a picture of him with his arms folded, and it said, um, I gave up my guns, uh, so should you.' And it had arrows pointing to his arms because he has like thin arms." Um, huh. So so basically, they're huh. attacking this kid's physique. Um, they, because they have nothing, they have literally nothing. So it's it's really disgusting. So yeah, I'm I'm on board with you there, uh, Bobber. I I had to walk away because it's like I, I almost blocked Armin, but you know, man, his friends fucking suck. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, Joe, what's your what's your parting shot for tonight? Well, I, I have some good news and bad news about uh, okay. all this. What's gonna, what's going to happen to uh, to to uh, Donny Boy? Um, the Pope. That guy said that that socialist yeah, Fran- Pope Francis. <laughs> that's right. Uh, ha- has said uh, hell does not exist. Oh my Wait, God. What? Yeah, I saw, yeah. That, I saw that today. Yep. Yeah. Yes, hell doesn't exist. Um, the Vatican, the Vatican is scrambling to say, "Oh, well, that's not what he really meant." Well, okay. I'll tell you what exactly he said. <laughs> he 
He said, hell does not exist. (laughs) Was the quote. Uh, Period. He said, uh, (laughs) bad souls just disappear. Ooh, wow. Wow, I didn't, what? Bad souls disappear. Yeah, so he's he's, he's essentially saying hell doesn't exist. Period. Well, it pissed off Putin because he named his uh, latest nuclear weapon Satan too. So he doesn't have one now. <laughs> oh, uh, bad naming! Hell? Bad naming! Yeah, no, you can't say hell because there is no hell. Oh, okay, cool. Say what the disappearance of no souls? Shit. Yeah, what? Yeah. What the non-existence? What the dis- yeah, what the non-existence? What the disappearance of souls? Yeah, well, I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Oh, that's I don't know hurt. how that works, though, if you say, go to disappearance of souls. Yeah, that's going to hurt a lot of feelings. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Rain, uh, your parting shot tonight. Well, I don't. I, I had one, but I'm still trying to process what Joe just said, because pretty awesome. if, hell, if hell doesn't exist, uh-huh. I might piss off a lot of people. Doesn't that mean that Pope Francis is a Jew. What? No. Why? No, don't Jews. <laughs> seriously, no. I'm not. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, and if I piss everybody off, I, I thought that Jews do not believe in hell. Well, there's also a whole lot of other things too. But <laughs> it's not like the one thing that makes them different. Okay. Well, I don't uh, know. But he's now. I just pissed off everybody. He's a Jesuit. So he's not even Catholic. Oh, I this right, this is all Joe. confounding to me right now. <laughs> Wait, Joe, it, 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 look, it's almost like sports talk. Off, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what team you is he on again? Like opening when, when, opening when day. Who's on first? Yeah. <laughs> the Jewish faith, they Watch pass away. They have to be buried in a certain time. I don't think that the Jewish faith believes in hell. Well, that's okay because now there isn't any. So they were right. Win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. Look at it this way. You know? Hey. Pope Go to nowhere. Pope isn't a Jew, but this is amazing that he said that. Yeah. All right. I'm really sorry if I pissed people off. No, it's okay. Uh, you didn't piss anybody the other off. Shot I have, I'm just the confused. The other shot I have is just, you know, if you celebrate Christ, have a happy Good Friday, have a happy Easter. If you celebrate judaism blessed passover that's what i got i am not a theologian so i'm terrible at this yeah i you know because i called the pope a jew what (laughs) (laughs) i called him a jesuit what do you care that's like calling a pirate an indian (laughs) that's right i don't know all right yeah that's upset that yeah i don't think anybody is uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and, and uh, wrap things up. Thanks everybody for joining the program. Uh, also, everybody, please, uh, if you can, track down Joseph Word on Patreon and uh, donate or share uh, his Patreon account so we can help him get uh, back on his feet uh, from again the the snowball effect that befalls many of us when we have unexpected uh, calamity in our lives. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, check it out. Uh, I put the link, I'll put the link on the show notes for the podcast. So people listening in the future, 
please help us out. Help Joey out. And um, I'll be filling in for Adam on Mike Check Radio tomorrow. Um, minimal politics. Very, very minimal politics tomorrow because he asked me to fill in and I was like, only if I can talk about whatever I want. So we're going to talk about Easter stuff. It'll be fun. And of course, Miles, Michelle, John will be join me. Adam will be there later. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to, and, uh, Adam, I'm going to try and for, for his segment, uh, uh, he does the myth information segments about mythology. And I said, you should talk about fertility gods and goddesses. How about that? Because that's what Easter's all about, right? So uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Easter essentials. What do you want to see in your Easter basket folks? It'll be a hoot. 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, Saturday, uh, Indie Media Weekly. And, of course, uh, Southern Progressive Revival is off for Sunday, uh, for Easter Sunday, because everybody's doing something. And that's pretty much it. We'll see everybody in the funny papers. Thanks, gang. Oops. Thanks, Thanks, gang. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! Will you get a lot of that, Jake, will you?